Hey everybody, this is Michael with Dragon's Lair Comics and Fantasy. We are here for episode two of Dragon Players, where we're going to continue and conclude our mystery in Tales from the Loop, uh, featuring Rune and Ruin, the mysterious video game affecting residents of Boulder City. Our players have been investigating what's going on with this strange uh, contraption that's going around, a lot of weird things happening. So players, you want to introduce yourselves, who you are, and uh, what you're up to. I'm Elizabeth. I'm a weirdo. I got chased by a nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Kaylee. I'm the bookworm, and I'm also being chased by a nurse, which yeah. seems counterintuitive to nurses. Yeah. <laughs> My name's Chris, the rocker. I'm in between classes and school, and I'm trying to figure out what is going on with my friends. Yeah. We're going to get back into it right now. All right, Bobby. Hey. I just gotta ask you real quick. I know we haven't, I haven't had a chance to like talk and stuff like that. By the way, you look dope in that leather jacket. By the way, <laughs> thanks. I just got it from my dad. Oh man, your dad is so cool. Uh, I wish I knew my dad. But hey, uh, oh, so man. can we? You haven't played that like Rune and Rune game, have you? Oh no, uh, my mom won't let me have it. She says there's like demons and stuff in it. She was like that. So. Okay, I'm just going to let you know real quick, Bobby, because we're cool like that, right? We, we've been through some stuff. Yeah, we're totally cool, man. We're going to get the band together any day now, right? Dude, I'm just waiting on you. I know. I just need one more, maybe a keyboardist. I know it's weird, but it might be kind of cool to add a little something to the metal. I'm getting off topic. Yo, things are going really weird right now. People are getting kind of hurt, and I'm starting to think that it might affect a lot of us. I think it's that game. Have you heard anything about it? I, I mean, I haven't played it, but, like, other people have, and, like, I don't know, man, it seems like everybody who plays it is, like, it's, like, cursed, dude. It's, like, super cursed. I thought they were, like, zombies or something, like, people are just zomping out, but no, I think it's something a little more serious. I mean, I don't know, man, I've heard other people, like, who have played it, and they're, like, fine, and then, like, Warren apparently, like, mentioned to his girlfriend he was going to think about buying it. And then he, like, died. So there's... I don't know, man. It's anything goes out there. All right, Bobby. I'm going to do my cool handshake so you know I'm serious. You guys slap hands to the cool. Yeah. Let's cut class. Like, dude, I can't... I gotta get... We got the performance in, like, two days. Yeah, man, but if you're dead, who, what does it matter? Plus, it's not like it's real music. You know? Wow. Wow, dude. Not cool. And he, he steps back into the room. He, like, frowns at you. Bobby! He frowns at you, and then you hear yelling from the band director, like, Bobby! And then he, like, turns around, and, like, really shocked and runs back to the drum set. Or I, I would open the door, um, <laughs> and because and, and, I want to defuse the situation. I don't want to get Bobby in trouble, but um, I'd be like, yo, teach! <laughs> and he says, Get out of here! <laughs> just like points to the door angrily, recognizing you immediately. <laughs> All right, and yeah, I, I, at this point, like if I don't see them around the school and stuff like that, like I try to like peek through all the doors of the school and stuff like that, go to the normal classes, check the library, you know, check the science exhibit. I probably head to the hideout. Okay, where are you guys at? Uh, probably head back to the hideout. Cool. You meet up there. All right. What are you talking about? Well. All your information. Oh, I was gonna say, I'd be in like complete freakout mode. Yo, Warren apparently is dead. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Okay. My mom was talking to his mom this morning, and then we went to the hospital and we saw Gilbert. It was kind of useless, but we did run away from a nurse. Okay, that's way too cool. You gotta give me more information. But I went to Warren's house. 
So I know we've been kind of like, I mean, the game's been kind of cool. I'm talking about Rune Rune. I went to his house. It was kind of weird, right? Like he does, he just died. You think you see some blood, you know, some tears or something around there. It was clean, like cleaner than, I don't know, than I've ever been. I, you know, it's it was immaculate. I can't believe I just used that word. But the game study pays off. I, you know what? You're not wrong, and I just want to say, Kaylee, you 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 know things, and I appreciate that. Now, the game though, like the console, it wasn't there. The chords were there, because you know how you get all like kind of nerdy about how yeah, they're because playing? if you bend them, then it doesn't work right. <sighs> sure, yeah, well, <laughs> science, I get it. Now, it wasn't there, and the game, like I checked out Super Mario's, that was there, but the the actual game wasn't there. I don't know about y'all, but I think we need to, like, take this to another level. I think we need to talk to Kenny. Kenny? You know, the old man. You know, the priest character, but in real life. Mr. Dennings? Yeah, yeah. The You know, the jerk. Oh, the Smells priest. like sardines. Uh, Kaylee, I read this from the book. I'm going to give you the note. That I will take it. Info. All right. Are you guys going to go to Dennings Tower? I don't want to go. You guys can go without me. Um, we should do it together because we got to remember at least... You're banned. You can't go there. I mean, if I... Maybe if I look different... How are you going to look different, Chris? You have a mohawk. Okay, but Alex... I haven't seen Alex in a while. And I kind of should start worrying about that soon. But he's got his clothes. I'll just, you know, wet my hair. Mohawk goes down. And I put on some hippy-dippy clothes and I'm good. It's a little baggy, but <laughs> who cares? I'm a hippie. Right. Is that the plan then? I guess. Okay, Elizabeth, you don't go. Uh, Chris and Kaylee, you make your way to Dennings Tower the next day. Keep reading the book. I will. And um, you're sort of in disguise, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Looks good. Um, and you're trying to speak to Mr. Denning about this. Uh, he is there. What are you trying to? What information are you trying to get from him? Like about the game, the creator. I just came along to make sure that Chris didn't try to fight Mr. Denning again. I'm I'm gonna behave. I'm gonna be nice. I'm remember. I'm Alex now. Alex is cool. He hates all this stuff, but he's cool. So, but yeah, you should probably do. You know what? Just kind of start the conversation. Get him kind of distracted with nerd talk, and then I will come in, and. I'll be like, hey, man, people are dying. What's up with that? Okay, cool. So you, uh, you're you sort of in disguise. I want you to make a, oh, let's think about this. Uh, probably charm test, heart plus charm. Heart plus charm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Three is... Don't get a six. Not standing up for our friends. So now, if you wanted to, you could be because you could be like playing this as you're coming in defending your younger brother, quote unquote, like defending as Alex defending Chris. Alex, so you could would check do that it if you want to do that and be like, "Hey, I heard you kicked out my brother," you know, in disguise as your as your older brother, if you wanted to. That's a really deep song lyric, though. Defending yourself but not being right, yourself. Go ahead and check your pride and you automatically succeed then. All right, got so it. you've kind of adopted the mannerisms, the clothes. You don't have to roll. You're good. Oh, that's right. Uh, and you sort of kind of take him to task for him. It's like, I heard you kicked out my brother. Uh, he will um, sort of apologize. He's like, he's clearly still frazzled. And he says, I'm sorry. It was a really bad day. 
we're in the middle of this game launch and I'm getting complaints nonstop and the 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 publishers are just up, you know, all in my hair about their production quantity and unforeseen delay and I'm just it's it's a whole mess right now. I'm sorry. He can come back. Well, that's that's very cool of you. But seriously, so what is going on? I mean, you you get all these complaints. I mean, you're pretty close to this, right? So I want my little brother to be hurt. Make an empathize test for me. Empathize. Or or charm. Empathize or charm. Okay. If you're uh, trying to reach out to him. So, so heart, heart plus charm or mind plus empathize. Uh, hearts. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to charm him. I mean. Okay. All the fives. But no sixes. While mm-hmm. he's checking, I would definitely feel like... I mean, I've been to the library. I've seen what Whitney does. Like, would he have any kind of, like, Rolodex or something like that that would have, like, would information have about the are you business trying to, card? Are you trying to snag a business card about yeah, Dark I wanna, Mage Yeah, I want to steal a Dark Mage Games thing because sure. so maybe the guy talk, knows more. Give me a sneak test. I'm bad at sneaking. Um... No. So you are talking to Mr. Denning, right? Mm. And you're trying to like kind of wheedle this information out of him. Like, so what's going on? He's like, look, a lot of it I can't talk about. It's proprietary stuff. They're having a lot of trouble at Dark Mage, and they're they're really impacting my business. And as he's talking, he sees you swipe a business card, and he looks and he looks at the two of you, and he you see recognition in his eyes. And at this point, he bellows, get out of my store, both of you, and he shoves you both out the door. Both of you take a condition, probably upset or scared, and oh, man, I got you, are, you are banned again, <laughs> and um, unfortunately, you have those conditions, but Kaylee, you do have a business card. Um, I don't know what business card, but I got a business card. It is a business card for Theodore Blake, a customer service representative at Dark Mage Games. It Heck has yeah. his direct phone line. It also has their um, their address on it. Uh, and you can it – ha- well, it has two addresses. It has their office address, which is um, like three blocks south of the city library. And it has their factory address, which is about a mile north of the city. Um so there's there's two different like like four inquiries regarding this four inquiries regarding this these addresses. Uh, it also has his direct office line. So you do have that available to you. Clubhouse. And I assume you book it out of there after that. Yeah, let's go quick. Are you at the clubhouse? The no. hideout? Where are you at? I want to be at the library. Mm-hmm. Um, using the computer to look up stuff about the Dark Mage games. Okay. You um, should give me a, an investigate test. So that's seven. And I did get two sixes. So since Kaylee tried to look up this stuff earlier, but in the intervening days, there's actually been an update. They have sort of a company, like, um, not really a website. Blog. Yeah, there's like a company, like, page you can access through um sort of a a, a local <laughs> a local business council thing via alta um, vista yeah kind of it, it's a weird like like single page on like the better business bureaus like database that you can access 
Um, and it describes Dark Mage Games, uh, was founded just last year in 1986. They are the publishers of Rune and Ruin and uh, many other amazing titles, none listed. Um, and you get the sense, it says that they um, are proud to um, manufacture and produce their games right here in the United States in Boulder City, Nevada. And um, you, 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 you get the sense like this is a very new company releasing like their flagship like in a very quick like like turnaround of time um you see um there's uh there's a, a direct phone line for their main office and there's the same addresses um, for their office and their factory i won't have known that they got that so no. i'm gonna write it down also yeah. and i want to look up news articles for any other injuries like in the past Sure, Much sure. related to that. Um, you don't find any. You do find uh, two months back, you do actually find their name in a news article. Published two months ago in a newspaper, there was um, a police call, basically, to a, uh, a factory that would soon become Dark Mage Games Factory. And there was an altercation, uh, a vehicle collision and an altercation that police were called to. And the suspects in it, they don't name them, but they were taken in for questioning of, um, you know, for some reason, um, some sort of some sort of altercation over um, a shipping truck and a, um, a car with no license plates, basically. And in the intervening time, the, the news report mentions that um, inside sources in the police department say that one... Um, one of the members of the altercation uh, reportedly has Soviet-leaning tendencies. And that's, like, obviously the big boogeyman these days, trying to get anybody to read their papers. Like, there's Soviets here. Let's, you know, let's get them. Um, so there's, like, there's something happened with, like, a Russian sympathizer and somebody working at this soon-to-be-open factory. And there's not a ton of details, but there was a most of police crews are called out in an escalation of of uh, people apprehended. Can I print the article, or is yeah. it like a paper that's already you there? You can print it for a quarter. Okay. I'll print it for a quarter then. <laughs> you print it, it's on the dot matrix printer, it comes out, it has the text lines, uh, you fold that up and keep it with you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to head back to the clubhouse. Okay. You all meet up there. What do you talk about? Well, we talk about, hey, we went to Denny's, and we didn't get much information, honestly. I almost got myself not banned, but then I got myself banned. Or maybe Alex. I'm not sure. But He definitely recognized you oh. as yourself. You're still banned. Okay, then maybe me. <laughs> so, but we were able to get a card, right? Yeah, this card. I would show you the business card. And you recognize the last name on it. Theodore Blake is the guy who was talking to Mr. Denning on release day. Because you're the, talking to Mr. Blake. This, this is, is the guy squirter. that I saw before. <laughs> he was a dude with the slick back hair and we the suit. We were first there. Um, with the suit? Yeah. Oh. Um, I, I, um, I, I got the same address, and I'll hand you the paper. Um, and then I got, I printed this. I found this one, um, on the internet. I, I pretended I was you today. I went to the library. You can be you and go to the library. Wait, if you could be her, 
and you could be her. Then. Guys, we're getting off track. What's this article saying? Um, so basically, there was an accident at the factory that is uh, the Dark Mage Games factory now two months ago. I don't know if that has anything to do with anything, but I mean, there seem to be a lot of problems that go around the game. Like I said, guys. You know, the more that we look into stuff, I mean, and it doesn't make sense logically, and there's nothing in any of the books I've ever read that they're anything like this, but maybe we go there? But wait, the one thing that doesn't make sense, though, is, I mean, even though I haven't had a chance to play, we haven't gotten hurt. There's, we, we haven't had any of these things happen to us. I mean, I know y'all are apparently pros at this, but... Why hasn't it been anything bad happened to us? Well, maybe we should play it again and see if we can get to the Minotaur. I mean, you did find that cheat. Not cheat, because it's in the game. It's in the book. Yeah, if it's in the book, obviously it's legal. It's more of just like a recommended guide. Should we try? I think we should try. But Dio this time. Okay. Yeah, Dio. Dio, yeah. (laughs) You guys go to Kaylee's house and play the game again? Yes. Who's playing? They gotta give me a calculate roll plus the guide bonus. I mean, I want to play DL, but you know, I'm I'm pretty new to this. Do you guys believe in me? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Let's go. Let's right. calculate roll. Add one dice. Uh, let's see. Because you can use my guide. That's right. And calculate's gonna be Unfortunately, you still have the upset condition, so it's minus one dice. Oh god. All right. Well, then it's one die. All right. plus, oh, plus the one there. No, so. well. The guide in your condition. Balance. Yeah, which is two. Yeah, so, so it's just two. two. Yeah. Watch two senses right here. Nope. Can I try two? So Chris plays it. He's like, I got this. Dies to the first snake. <laughs> it's like dying to the first Goomba. It just sucks. I'm glad It happens to everybody, tried. but. I'm glad you tried, but Elizabeth has gotten us Elizabeth, you this. can try with the guide bonus. No, you're right. I'll, I'll just sing a ballad. To myself. So it's, what did you say it was? It'll be tech plus calculate plus one dice for the guide. Come on, pretty good. I did get a six though. Okay, you six do it one seven. more time for me. One more time? Same test, one more time. I got two sixes. All right. So with that, you are able to, with experience now, you make it through the first level of Crushing Crag. You defeat the satyr at the end. You make it to the second level, the fire elemental. It beat you last time. You defeat it this time. You make it to the minotaur lord, and he is hard. He's like flinging axe at you. He's stomping the ground, making you jump up. You're flinging bolts of holy radiance at him. It's a tough fight. You do actually defeat him though. Yes. Yeah. And when you defeat him Woo. in game, it drops a piece, like a third of a circle. It's like a, it's like if you took a like a golden coin and split it into thirds, you get one third of it, and it's added to your character's inventory, and it's called one piece. It's like key of three, one of three pieces. And then the game takes you to the next uh, portion of the game, which is, let me see what it's called. It's the portion called the Shadeborn Barrow. And it's another level for you to make your way through. This time, you see the enemies in it are um, spiders and um, sort of little little like imp creatures and things like that. Little like shade imps and bats and things like that. Um, are you going to keep playing? 
Um, the book said we should play as the knight for this one. You can't actually change characters in between uh, levels. You play one character as the whole game. What it basically was saying is that each character has a different region they're better at. So uh, the knight's skill set is better at this region. I guess I'll try. Okay, go ahead and make another calculate roll for me. Again, with the guide. This time, the the movement of the enemies with like imps with like little bat wings and they're flinging missiles back at you, it's a little too much to handle at this point, and you do get knocked out a couple times, and you you do get a game over unfortunately, and um, you get a game over screen, and nothing strange seems to happen with your with your game. Elizabeth, that was pretty good though. You made Dio look really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, I'm really nervous though. All this stuff, it happens when they go to sleep. I don't want anything to happen to my mom. Well, let's sleep here or, or go to the hideout or something. Like, if you're actually worried about it. Maybe I just shouldn't sleep. Well, I mean... Maybe we could take turns not sleeping? Let's go to the hideout. Let's have a sleepover at the hideout. I'll call my mom. I mean, yeah, I probably can find some food there or something. I... Uh, do you have more of that leftover craft or crap? I can't remember what it was called. Craft? I'll bring a whole new box. That's what I'm talking about. It. Let's go. Uh, if you call your mom, Elizabeth, she tells you, no, you cannot sleep in that junkyard. You need to come home right now. Up to you if you listen. I don't know what to do, guys. My mom said I can't go, but I don't want anything to happen to her. Look, adults, they always focus on trying to help us, but they don't help themselves. We've seen that all the time. Your mom, we need to keep her safe, right? Well, what if something happens when I'm not there? Oh. Maybe I should go home. I'll see you guys tomorrow, okay? What do you want to do? I mean, you know what? I know what I'll do. No big deal. I sleep on the ground all the time. Don't worry, Elizabeth. I'll just sleep in the bush next to your house. If something comes up, just yell. I'll come in to help out. All right? Is that you feel? Does that feel a little better? I mean, okay, but watch out for old man Greg. He's a ghost. Uh, old man Greg, he'll be fine. I I I used to pee on his couch, you know. He, yeah, he's... that's my couch, Greg. Oh, that's your couch. <sighs> sleep why... over at your house. Uh, let me call my mom again. She says, that's fine, but you need to get home right now. Okay, come on. Let's go. All right. I'm bringing crap. Is he sleeping outside? You can sleep on old man Greg's couch. (laughs) Wow, you know, the parents here are really cool with Chris. They rock her. They're like, oh, what a rascal. It's more so that their parents know your brother and know that if you did anything, he would would tear tear you up. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Alex is great. Um, I don't want to disappoint him. So yeah, you spend the night at Elizabeth's house. Um, you sleep not quite restfully, and you awake in the morning, and everything's fine. I just don't get it. I was so sure that it was because of the game. I mean, we knew that was a long shot. Well, now we're back to square one. All right, I have an idea. I, I know. Just listen to me for a moment. So we've been playing this game right. Like we've been looking at the strategy book, we've learned a lot of things. 
And I know we're pretty cool and we're pretty good, you know, somewhat honest. Maybe people are cheating. Like, are people maybe, like, are friends maybe just that bad at this game and they're trying to find a way to get through it and maybe the game doesn't like that? But how will we cheat? I mean... Have we looked up, you know, cheats? I think that's a thing you can do. Do you know of any cheats, Kaylee? I only know what's in this book. If there were any, they'd probably be in the book and you haven't found any. Oh, okay. All you found are the recommended classes for each region and the little tip at the end of, like, the, the secret... A true alliance of heroes. Yeah. You can certainly... I mean, there's plenty of people who own this game. You've heard people at school talking about it. So you can go ask people about it if you want. Well, we don't know where Gilbert's copy is. And Warren's whole game is gone. Well, Gilbert's copy, you know, is destroyed. You don't know where Warren's went. Well, the police would have it. I mean, that's... The place was clean over at Warren's. But why would they take the game? Unless they thought something happened with it. Oh, no, Brian said he had a friend. Uh, oh, Brian's uh, he's a cool guy. He, uh, he hangs out sometimes. You sound the oldest of all of us, and we do have a phone number. We could call them. You could pretend to be someone who's doing a news article on it, and I bet that they'd listen because it's brand new. But you have to use a totally fake name. Don't use Alex's name because what, oh, if, what yeah. if they come after him? And we don't know where he is. Uh... I can go for my alter ego whenever I become famous, uh, uh, Chip Feathernworth. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's a great name. Yeah, Chip's are you great. Calling, are you calling Dark Mage with that? Yeah, if you think I should. Now, you're going to have to let me know when I see something stupid. I don't know, kick me or something, okay? Hey, Kaylee, maybe you should write a script. I like scripts. They're like notes, but in words. <laughs> I could spend a small time writing a little, like, basic... Hey, this is Chip Featherington calling from Boulder City Gazette. We've heard great things about your game. Make a lead test for me. See how well you can. Well, heck. How well you can get uh, Chris to work with you. I got a six. You write a pretty good script. If you follow it, you'll be good. Yeah. All right. So you call Dark Mage? Yeah, I call him up. You gotta find a payphone. You call Theodore Blake. Yeah, call Kamara. You can. Just star sixty nine. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's the magic buttons. Remember that. All right, so you dial the number. All right. Rings a few times. Eventually, after about three or four rings, you get a thank you for calling Dark Mage Games. This is Samantha speaking. How can I help you today? Theodore Blake. Theodore Blake. Hey Samantha, how's your day going? Very fine. How can I help you? Well, it's it's a very simple task. I am part. Of, which one am I part of again? Uh, Boulder City Gazette. Oh, I was I was talking with my assistant. Uh, so I'm with Boulder City uh, Cassette, and uh, we're we're trying to find a way Kicking to. Really hard. We just been so impressed. We're we're a journalist company, and we wanted to do a wonderful article about how great your game has been. Like it's been amazing, and we honestly we heard that one of the great minds between your I think it's public relations was theodore blake i was just wondering if i just have a moment of time and samantha i'm sure you have a very busy day but maybe we can have a small interview she says um i'm i'm mr blake's secretary i can connect you with him you said you were who now 
And I would like you to make a charm test for me. You can have a plus one since you have a script that theoretically should help you. All right, so charm. So I need one more die then. Oh, grab one more there. Die. Nine dice. And yet. And yet. And yet. Nine dice and not a six to be found. It sucks being 15. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. Um, nothing, to, nothing to do with that, huh? Uh, I mean, depending if I always uh, stand up for my friends' reset, you know. No, no. Now, it's not a rule we've been playing with, but there is a rule where you can push yourself. You can re-roll, but if you do, you gain a condition. All right, I'm starting to get stressed uh, because obviously I'm not following scripts. I mean, reading is tough. I'm learning this as I go, but I think I have to. Okay, push yourself. I got you got at least six. one. <laughs> you got one. So you have to gain a condition. Right. Whichever one you choose. Um, and she says to you, um, okay, Mr. Featherington, um, I'll transfer you right away. You hear a little beep, 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 a little ring. You hear somebody pick up Theodore Blake. Uh, Theodore Blake. Um, which one should I pick? Condition Probably ones. exhausted because your brain's Probably. Like your brain is, words. Your brain is like short-circuiting right now. Uh, Theodore Blake, uh, it's, it's great to hear from you. Uh, so I am, uh, I'm, I'm trying to do a lovely article piece about how great your contributions have been for the company. Uh, we just wanted to ask a few questions. If you have a spare amount of time, we'd love to do, I think they call it a expo say say or something like that. Um, yes. Kick I'm, him hard again. And he says, I'm sorry. I, um, you want to do an interview? Just a brief one. We've heard of great things of Dark Magic Games. About how amazing your game is. Yeah. It's revolutionary. Sorry, is that somebody else on the line? No, it's wind. It's wind. Uh, I'm I'm a very busy person. I need you to make another charm test. This Can't time with just one. Just follow this the time script with one I gave less you. You have a condition. Seven, eight. So only eight. You got I got one. You got a six. <laughs> okay, he says. Um, I'm not really in our PR department, but I suppose I can. Um, what what time would you like to meet and where? Well, um, I'll, well, uh, there is a lot of great spots here in Boulder City. Uh, is there a wonderful diner as I look over to see what uh, uh, Kaylee is writing out to? <laughs> You're actively getting updated notes on your script as you know. <laughs> This just in. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have a new line in my script. I mean, a new idea. <laughs> what do we got? I mean, you're a very busy mar man. And uh, name the time and place, sir. I, honestly, your time is beautiful, and I'm happy to assist. He says, okay. Um, why don't we meet at Sergio's at 7? Sergio's my favorite place. Um, uh, Wonderful. I'll see you there, I suppose. He I, hangs up. Oh, well, uh, goodbye. <laughs> I did great. Yay. Yeah. That was awesome. High five. You did things. I, yeah, a lot of things. I talked and I, I convinced. And my knee really hurts. Were you kicking me this entire time? 
I kind of numbed it out after a certain point. Right. You have an interview at some point if you want to go to it, but I don't imagine you do. What do you guys want to do? I think we should check out the factory, guys. Not that far. I think we should break into Theodore Blake's office while he's going for the interview. He has a secretary, Chris. Yeah, but Chip is amazing. Am I right? But I already had a run-in with the nurse. That was horrifying. Wasn't it scary? I remember when he was talking to Mr. Dennings that he was saying something about production. Mm -hmm. So I think Elizabeth might be right. I mean, you can break into the office and me and Kaylee can go look, but I don't think we should split up. I think we should stay together. We might need your strong muscles. I mean, or the heart of a poet. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> that was a good one. All right, so where are we going? But we should definitely wait until nighttime. Um, does anybody have a baseball bat? I mean... I have my guitar. Do you really want to hit somebody with it? I mean, it's not yeah, like he doesn't do that. On I, I can put her. it back together. That's the point of the guitar. Okay. All right. Are you going to the factory then? Yes. All right. Late at night, you bike to the factory and you arrive a little bit out from the parking lot. Um, how are you approaching this factory? You see, um, you can enter the parking lot. There's almost... There's no cars here you can see. There's a couple of company trucks parked, but they look uh, dark and unused. From this distance, you do see um, at the doors and sort of patrolling around are automatons. There's these sort of robotic um, sort of sentries marching around with the, um, the purple and black logo of Dark Mage on their chest. Look, guys, if I've learned anything from Saturday morning cartoons, it's that somewhere there's a low window with a garbage can under it. What does that mean? Scooby-Doo taught me some stuff. Scooby-Doo's great. So I think we go around the back. We definitely avoid those robots. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, if they try to sneak about them, one smack with my uh, guitar. No problem. One smack, Chris, they're huge. Okay, maybe two. I mean... Right. Let me get everybody to make a sneak test. Just one at a time. See how well we can do with Am this. Am I still exhausted? Probably. You are. Yeah. Yeah. You do still have your condition exhausted. You've had no chance to recuperate it. Nope. Do I still have scared for Mr. Dennings throwing me out? Um, at this point, uh, you might be scared for a different reason, but you are still scared. Dang it. So I have one less. Mm -hmm. I have two whole dice to do All this right, sneak test. With. Let's see, Kaylee. None for Kaylee. Elizabeth, what'd you give? None for Elizabeth. Chris? All right. Well, I have four sneakiness. So. One for Chris. Yeah, I got one. Okay. So, Chris, you're able to sort of lead the way. You slip around the corner of a building and you see. Um, there's not a garbage can under a window you can enter. There is, however, a side door that currently does not have a patrol at it. However, as you're doing that, the automatons do detect your friends, and you hear them say, Halt! And they begin marching towards you. I'm running. All right, you yep. run. We, we run, run, everybody run. Move tests, everybody. 
but I'm bad at moving. <laughs> My body doesn't work that way. Are you going to try and book it for that side door? I mean, can I pick him up? <laughs> not really. No, okay. You're not that much taller or larger than them? No. Um, Would we go for the side door, or do we try to get far, far enough away and then sneak back around when they don't suspect us? I'm going for the side door. That, that's, I'm well, 12. That's what I see. I'm going. <laughs> mm-mm. I do not. I don't make it. Okay. <laughs> no pressure. Uh, three, four, five, six. This is six. He got two. Two sixes. Don't all right. <laughs> you all make it to the side door. But Elizabeth and Kaylee, you both take a condition. Probably exhausted. Now I'm double conditioned. Yeah. Um, you reach for the door, Chris. Locked. What are you going to do? Is there any kind of opening around it? Um, around like the, the edge door of the itself, door? like a window pane or anything like that? No, pretty, pretty alone in this sort of almost utilitarian is it, is building. It, is the door like metal or does it feel kind of, you know? It's, um, it's a metal door, but you can kind of, you can move it a little so you assume this lock isn't super high quality. All right. Can I take my guitar and hit the handle? Sure. Go ahead and give me a force test. Body plus force. And you can have plus one dice because your guitar minus one for every condition you have. Okay, so I, I'm just going to be at six because of the condition. Sure. The guitar and the condition balance it around. Um, I got a six. Cool. So you take your guitar and just, bang, you just snap the handle right off this door and you try and fiddle with the lock to open it. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. You do so and you are able to rip the door open uh, and dash inside. Okay. Am I able to close it behind me? Yes. Are the automatons still coming? Yes. And they're just walking. They're not like sprinting like Terminator 2 at you. <laughs> oh my god. But they are just walking towards you like with implacable determination. Is there anything I can move in front of the door? Yes. There is a, a big heavy like work like tool cart you can move if you want. So you can do that with some help um, and barricade the door if you so choose. Yes. Okay. You can do that. And you hear after a short time the automatons are going... And they're trying to push the door open. This cart is like all three of you have to move. It's full of tools and parts. It's very heavy. So you assume it'll hold for a while. So you are in the um sort of the back exit of the factory. This is like the storage room where all the extra tools and, and large machining parts are kept. Um there's another door that leads you deeper into the, into the factory, which you can try if you wish. Alright, now we're here. What are we looking for? Is it like dark? It is pitch black in here. You have I no have light. matches. <sighs> Small <laughs> light emanates from the match in Elizabeth's hands. I really have to pee. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So you find yourself heading deeper into the factory then? I guess. No way out but down? All you currently have one uh, is one match right now lighting your way. It's going to be very hard to find anything at this point. I mean, was there any, like, flashlights or anything on the tool bench? Give me an investigate roll. Mine plus investigate. So it would be... Four... Five, six. Don't forget your conditions. Oh. Four. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. I got I two. Sixes. You do find two flashlights. Yeah. And they work. Yeah. <laughs> Great, because this is burning my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you have those. You can now see much more effectively. 
We got the flashlights. Okay. Sorry, Chris. Just know that my hand is like... You got the guitar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're holding it like a sword. I love it. Uh, it's an axe. Right, of course. <laughs> um, okay, so you head into the through the door, and you find yourself on the main floor of the factory. There's conveyor belts with these machining um, you know, devices, these assembly uh, robots, and all these different things. Um, it's a lattice of just conveyor belts and machines. So you're saying walkways. it's very Fallout. Very Fallout, actually. Yes, very much so. Um, so you do find yourself among all of that. You can see from this distance there are two more security automatons in this room, and they're scanning currently away from you, but you see their glowing eyes are starting to turn back towards you. Is there machinery or something that we can, like, get behind? Uh, there is. There's also the bright flashlight beams you might want to turn off. So you can yes. do that. Yes. And you can hide behind a um, just sort of big, like, um, like it looks like a gigantic, like, dentist drill on a huge, like, axis. It's very strange. Okay, okay. Yeah. You're not really sure what it does, but it's something. And you all hide behind it very quietly. You see the red glow of those automaton's eyes sweep over your area. And then back. So you're going to have to time moving around this place unless you can disable them somehow. So I've read a lot of books trying to figure out what happened to my dad about, like, the technologies and stuff in Mm -hmm. this town. Is there anything that I would have read that I can kind of... Give me a um, comprehend test to see if you can connect maybe these type of automaton with some you've read in the past. So that's four because of my... Don't forget conditions. Yeah, it's four because of my conditions. It would be six. Yeah. You got one there. Six. So these are security automatons from a company called ProTech. And they are notorious for two things. One, they're super cheap. They're effective, but they don't have, like, high levels of programming intelligence. They just basically grab people and hold them until actual authorities arrive. They're just, like mindless brutes basically the second is that they do have a glaring weakness in their design and that is that their power supply is on their back so anybody can sneak up behind them and by pulling a couple wires disable them completely so you do notice the model and you remember it from the book you read okay and then watching them is there a point when their backs are towards us they're on the same path basically their their head is the only thing that's moving both their head moves towards the other end of the factory, then both of them move back toward your end of the factory. And their backs are away from us? Their backs are to the walls. To the walls. Mm-hmm. I have an idea. I would definitely tell them, if we can get to their backs, we can pull their wires. I've read about these guys. Yeah, it's basically like an unguarded power core that you can just yank some parts out of and it all falls apart. Did they res- My... Go ahead. Did they respond to sound? Like when? Would I know that? They responded to sound when you guys ran up and weren't super sneaky. I mean, it, I don't want to use my yo-yo. So if there's anything else, maybe mm-hmm. we could My watch it. would have an alarm on it, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. You can make some beepy noises with it. I want to do that and like slide it across the factory okay. floor. So you unwrap it from your hand. You set it to... Guys, just, we have to get this back. This was my dad. You set it to just do an alarm in 10 seconds. Yeah. Okay. You do that. I would like you to make a program test plus two since you're using your iconic item. And then, you know, minus your conditions. 
So tech plus program plus two minus conditions. Four, five, I'm gonna put them all in here. So it'd be four plus one plus two, mm-hmm. and then minus two, so five. Okay. There's one more in there. There you go. I have at least one. Awesome. So you set your calculator watch to just like 10 second countdown, basically alarm on. You unclasp it from your wrist, you hit the basically set button and you slide it across the factory floor. Where are you, are you sliding it towards the other end of the factory? Or are you sliding it like close-ish to you guys just to expose their backs? How are you doing it? Um. Cause right now they're probably about 40 feet away from you on two sides of this factory wall on either side. I would definitely want to do it in whatever way gets me their back the most. Okay. So you probably um, want to slide it past them so they yeah, turn Yeah, so away they from turn, you. yeah. Okay, you can do that. You do so, it just slides between all the feet of the conveyor belts. And after a little break, it goes beep, 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 beep. And they immediately turn towards it. And they begin slowly walking towards it, and you have your chance at that point. What are you going to do? Well, Elizabeth and I, let's go get him. All right. You each run up and attempt to disable an automaton. Mm-hmm. I would like you to each make either a tinker test to disable its power core or a force test if you want to just kind of knock it down force. temporarily. You're going to do a force test, Chris? Yes. Would I be able to go with her? Yes, like... you can help Elizabeth if you want. You can both do it. Like, one of you can do force, one of you can do tinker, and depending on your success. All right. But you're just going to try and knock yours down for right now, and then yeah. grab it while on the ground. Do I need, would I use my guitar still, or no? You can if you want to. Yeah. If there's a, You could just hit it right in the back of the head. My, uh, yeah, it'll equal out your conditions. Yeah. You want to push and I'll pull? Yes. Okay. All right. So, Chris, let me see that force test. See how you do. All right. It's nice. Let's do it. Got so one set. Oh, yeah. You run up behind it. You leap over one of the conveyor belts, and you just... Bang, right in the back of the head. It Cowabunga, just hits dude. the ground, and it begins to slowly start to stand up. Oh. You two. I'm going to yell whip its cables out. Yeah, you two begin to go knock yours over. Okay. Let me see some force you tests from both of you. push first, and I was going to tinker. Okay, so she's going to force, and you're going to tinker? Yeah, I'm going to grab the wires. Oh, you're going to tinker. I'll push. Kaylee. You pull. All right, yeah. Elizabeth, force test, please. Okay. Body plus force. I got a six. Awesome. So you like go grab its legs and it just keeps moving forward and you yank him out from under it. And Kaylee, you're on top of it. Let me see the tinker test. So that would be five, I guess minus two. No. So you, it falls to the ground and you go scrabbling for its its power cord and you can't get hold of it at the moment. And it's starting to, like, turn its head around, like, creepy, horrifying horror movie style to see who's on top of it. And you have a split second for one more try. Can I try to help her? You can both do a tinker test if you want to work together. Grab different wires. And you can do a tinker test to rip yours out if you want. These two conditions, man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, can he force it out? Like, just forcibly whip it out? Let me see what you if this isn't one, then I don't have it. No. Elizabeth got one. Okay. So you're, you're like, scrambling for it. Like, oh, now's my chance. And Elizabeth's, like, just rip, basically. 
Unfortunately, Kaylee, because you failed, you need to take another condition. Good God. Probably injured at this point. Maybe you shocked yourself and it burned. Chris, can I get your tinker test? Yeah. My 1D6. Let's see it. So you knocked yours down with the guitar. You kind of came down a little rough on the landing, and it's beginning to stand back up. Yours is disabled at this point. It's gone dark and cold. And you see Chris is having a struggle with it. I'm heaving because I'm so tired. Let's go run over and help. What do you want to do? I mean, at this point, I, I kind of just need to square off on it and just try to keep it, it busy. Yeah. Give me another force test. Let's see what you get. All right. And you hit it. Hit it in the back. You can aim for the back. If I, yeah, if I can okay. aim it. That's going to require two successes because it's okay. dark in here. And you can't really see what you're aiming That's at. That's true. Um, yeah. That's going to be a tough one. Because it's force, right? Yes. Well, and your sense. guitar outweighs your... It, it cancels out the exhaustion. So yeah. I'm still getting six. Um, but I roll three sixes. Nice. Woo! So you hear Kayla like, hit it in the back, and you're like, I got it. You take your guitar, and you just whack, and it just psh, just shorts. use a burst of electricity, and kind of shocks you because your guitar is made of metal. Yeah. And you see it just sort of like jolt and shake a little, and then it just collapses to the ground in a pile. You just completely destroyed the power source on the back. Nice. And Electrifying. Yeah. I pick up my dad's watch. All right, you pick it up, put it back on. It's fine. Um, you have disabled the automatons in the factory floor. You see, if you click your flashlights back on, the factory floor is long from one end to the other. It's not particularly wide. There's all these conveyor belts snaking back and forth. Um, but there is off to the side, um, where from where you came into the right, there's a stairway upwards that goes to a second floor, sort of a, a foreman's kind of walkway to keep an eye on the factory. And there's a couple of doors up there. Should we go look up there? Yeah, let's do it before anything else comes around. Okay. You go upstairs. The first door you come to says foreman's office on it. Um, so you can certainly investigate that if you wish, but the door is locked. Are there any windows? There is a window in the door. Can you smash it? <laughs> That's what I was born to do. <laughs> All right, you don't need a test for it. You just, and you just try and reach in and unlock. Yeah. Yep, door unlocks, and you're in the foreman's office for Dark Mage Games Factory. Well, let's try to find some clues. There's got to be something here. Okay. We're looking around. All right, cool. Going uh, to the desk. You see on the desk there is a, a nameplate. It says Reese Galloway. He's the foreman of the factory. And um, he has a computer on his desk. He also has an inbox with a couple opened letters. You see a, um, a sort of like, like a gilded copy of rune and ruin like set in like a trophy stand on this like a like a hey congratulations for launching your game kind of thing like somebody cast it in probably like nickel and then plated it in gold um on his desk has like a you know sort of thing um and he has various photos of uh, what you assume is his family he's sort of an older kind of overweight middle-aged guy with no hair whatsoever uh, looks like he has two kids um you can explore whatever you like are there, like, file cabinets, drawers? He has some drawers in his desk. If you want to investigate them, give me an investigate roll. Yep. See what you find. Okay. I also want to go through drawers. Okay. What do you you get one side, I'll get the other. Perfect. I have six dice because of my exhausted condition. I kind of want to keep watch. Okay. Do that, then. That's good. And I got a six. Okay. I did not. So you're looking through drawers, you're finding 
staplers, pens, pencils, you're looking through the drawers on the other side of the desk, and you see there's a manila envelope, and it's addressed from him, from Reese Galloway at the factory, to somebody named Tessa Lambert at an address that you recognize is the Dark Mage Games office downtown in Boulder City. And um, inside you see there's a folded up piece of paper and two strange metal squares, like like parts to a device of some sort. You can tip them out on the desk. They look more or less identical. Um, and there's also that paper inside. I'm gonna pocket them, one in each pocket. Okay. And then I wanna read the paper. Okay. The, the paper is a letter from Foreman Galloway to Tessa Lambert, the CFO of the company. It is um, a letter expressing his displeasure at her um, sort of insistence that production resume. He describes in detail a production error and a parts mix-up that he believes his employees didn't catch before shipping the game. And uh, he describes how he's expecting a lot of repair and return requests. And um, it's just a very strange situation of he, he's, he's got all these extra, what he, he says he's got a, bunch, a huge crate of extra processors that didn't get into games and he doesn't know how they ship them without it, basically. Um, he's, he's worried that something went wrong in the production of the game and that they're going to get a bunch of repair requests. But it's not been sent to her. And um, that's pretty much all it says. I'm going to give that to Kaylee and then I'm going to take one of them out of my pocket and look at it. Okay. Go ahead and give me a um, calculate test. I say, would I be able to see what, she, I mean, I, of course I want to read the letter. Yeah. I want to see if I recognize what she's holding as like potentially a processing chip or something. Sure. Okay. I only have one dice for this calculate. Kaylee, you can do calculate too. Yeah. It was not a six. <laughs> you are not sure what this is. <laughs> I ain't got no clue. <laughs> so it'd be four, five, six, minus three, because I have all the world's conditions. <laughs> no. So you are able to recognize it as a processor. Um, like would go in a motherboard or a computer or something like that. It's technology. You're not sure what's strange about it, if anything. Um, it looks fairly normal to you. And you saw that she had two in the envelope, but they look pretty similar. Yeah. Do you think these are the ones from the games where those kids got hurt? Maybe. I mean, it's definitely a computer thing. I wish I had my book on me. Do we? Do I see anything while we're... Well, they're all kind of looking around. You can see the patrols going around the building, but nobody appears to have taken an interest of in what's going on inside yet. Okay. So I, I, well, I probably would say, all right, we can't take too much time. If we got some stuff, maybe we just head to the hideout and try to figure out there, you need your book. Uh, I kind of want to take that golded uh, version of the game, though. Because, I mean, I don't know, maybe there will become a point. Maybe we can... Uh, I don't want to give it to the police. But Wasn't maybe there another office up here, though? There's more rooms. I mean, we're only going to get in here once. Yeah. All right, well, we can try to check another room. Um, 
maybe we can find something that talks about like more about the error you, you mentioned or what was wrong with it. So he said there's processors missing. Where would I go for a processor in a factory like this? Um, you would very likely go to a room similar to the one you entered in. Another storage room. Yeah. So I want to go and I want to look for like a storeroom. Like, okay. I, I want to go. You're going to have to go back downstairs. Are you guys following or are you investigating something else? I will look at one of the rooms upstairs. Okay. You see the next room over is uh, for, it says, Subforeman's office. Probably his immediate subordinate. Um, and it is unlocked, actually, if you want to go inside. Okay. Okay. You do. What are you doing? I mean, at this point, people are kind of splitting up. Um, well, this is beginning to become very exciting as I'm still kind of worried about the robots kind of going around. I would probably want to... I don't know. I want to see if there's like any like defective like games, like maybe something that did catch as being an issue, like if I can find any of them. Like a... Like an error in, in manufacture, like would have gone on a different conveyor somewhere else? Right, because sure. I mean, if, if I want to see if like if it, what was not approved of, maybe I can grab one of those and see if it's similar. Maybe we'll learn something from it. Okay. Um, Ooh, okay. Elizabeth, you can go into the subforeman's office, and um, on the desk in there, you see that there is a copy of Ruin and Ruin, but it is completely disassembled at this point. The plastic casing is cracked open, the motherboard's removed, and you see on the motherboard a similar processor on the circuit board to the one in your pocket, basically. Um, it's it's like the brain of the game, basically. And there's sort of like some memory uh, in the back. It's very highly advanced for a very not very pretty looking video game. But um, it seems, based on your limited technical knowledge to be what you would expect there's nothing strange about this one um i will look around i'm gonna leave that as is mm -hmm. i want to look around to see if i find any papers or anything like that in this office go ahead and give an investigation investigate plus mind do i find anything downstairs um, you do. Let me try this again. No. I literally got all one. You, um, you don't find anything suspicious, um, that you would deem necessary as, like, as a clue to what's going on. Um, Chris, give me an investigate check as well. Okay. Uh, we're at two dice and one and two. You're not able to find any sort of manufactured defect area or like a reject Just, bin or anything? This is my thing, so. Yeah. <laughs> Haley, you find a another storeroom downstairs, and you hear sound coming from inside it. Very low sound of something moving. Can I still see them where they would be like yeah chris is on the factory floor like you he's rummaging at the other end of the factory you hear him kind of moving through like wave at him would i notice you notice the flashlight going back and forth oh okay oh i thought we turned the flashlights off i assume if you want to turn it back on you could get his attention but flick it really quick sure yeah you get kill you gets your attention blinds my eyes a little bit yeah you can't okay. see what i want to motion him over 
And I, I, can I make a sound for Elizabeth, like that I'm moving away? So like a bird call? <laughs> Whipperwill. <laughs> Whipperwill. <laughs> you can just kind of so. you like stage whisper, and you'll hear them. Rock and roll. I want to. Power chord, but very quiet. I want to listen, like outside. Like, can I see into this room? No, it is a completely metal flat door. Yeah. You know, you can listen if you want to. Give me a um. Um, uh, investigate. Mine plus investigate. So. Minus conditions. Three. Please. One. I got six. It sounds like a similar noise as the automaton that was following you, like the similar kind of mechanical mm. movement, but it's smoother in a way it's not like it's a little more like like maybe well more well constructed and whatever is making the noise is rummaging through something you hear it moving against like wood and metal and plastic something's rummaging through something gently open the door okay go click and it Of course it does. Just a little bit. Squeaks just a little bit. Um, make a sneak test for me to see how how quietly you can open the store. I don't know if I can. I I would have to take away all my dice. You always have one minimum. I think. And if that's not the rule, I'm making it the rule. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> one dice. Get the six. So you're able to like hold the hinge a little and it just doesn't squeak just enough and you peer in with its back turned to you you see in this room is another automaton this one taller wider and definitely more highly advanced than the ones you've con- uh, confronted here at the factory so, so probably far. not gonna go down uh, you don't see an obvious power source sticking out of its back if that helps um what you see is a very advanced looking humanoid uh, robot. It is currently rummaging through crates. It's like lifted the wooden lids off and rummaging through parts and boxes and crates looking for something. And you can't tell from this like level of light what, if it has any identifying markings or a manufacturer on it, um, but you can see it's uh, a yellow, two yellow beams of light where its eyes would be investigating this box and it doesn't find anything in the one it's in it goes to the next one it just boom, lifts the lid off you know somewhat quietly and starts rummaging through quietly hmm. doesn't appear to have noticed you yet <laughs> i'm just hanging out next to you hoping <laughs> do you see this oh <laughs> um it seems to be looking for something I guess I'm gonna try to get close enough. You want me to talk to it? No. Maybe I can make it think I'm on the foreman. What are you doing? Smash it, man. Just smash you are. it. Yeah, you're right behind Chris. You can see it too. Okay, guys. Here's what I think we should do. I'll make a distraction, and you guys then sneak in. If we can draw it out and make it chase me, uh, maybe I can't run it. And then you guys can get in there 
and we lock the door and you can see what it's doing. We're not locking you out here. It's fine. I can run really fast. <sighs> I mean, Elizabeth, as much as I would love for you to put yourself in danger instead of me, I actually don't. Uh, so I'm down for this plan, but I have longer legs than all of you. Let me try to run away from it. But I'm not as tired as you guys. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I'm not as messed up as Kaylee, and I, I, you're... I mean, yeah, you seem to be okay, but I mean, I'm just saying... I think I can do it, guys. Just trust me. <sighs> okay. Uh, you know, if you get in trouble, use the yo-yo. Okay, I'll take it. All right. It's not going to give you the plus two bonus that gives Sam. It'll just be a plus one if you use it in some way. All right, what's the plan? All right, you guys, go hide. So I guess okay. we'll, like, dip around the corner. Yeah, you go dip around the corner, you hide behind some boxes or some machines. Still don't feel good about this. I'm going to take a deep breath. <sighs> Kick in the door. Stretch my legs a little bit. Your weird little chicken legs. Come on. I'm not that <laughs> Come on. All right, I'm going to bust in the door. It immediately, like... Hey! It immediately stands up, turns towards you, and it like is almost almost silent in its movement. It's incredibly advanced. It's about seven feet tall. Oh god. Well, <laughs> it's got this like armored plating over where its chest and torso and stomach would be, these like plated arms with these like smooth silver joints. This is a very highly advanced robot. You're not sure what it's doing here, but it sees you. I'm gonna take out my flashlight and just kind of shine it at it doesn't appear to have any effect and it begins and it utters something to you in a robotic voice but you don't understand what it's saying um i don't know what she's talking about um if you want to make a comprehend test real quick yeah <laughs> see what you can figure out what's going on with this thing because it's speaking to you in a language you don't speak uh not helpful <laughs> okay let's see comprehend is mind that's four is mind plus comprehend minus one and I got two sixes. It's speaking to you in Russian. Um, I don't speak Russian. It certainly does, and it begins stomping towards you very quickly. This is like Robert Patrick in Terminator 2. Oh, God. This is coming after you. I'm going to turn and run in the opposite direction of where they're All right, hiding. now, if you're going to have to run that direction, you're going to be vaulting and sliding through conveyor belts in this factory. So give me a move test. Oh, dear God. Okay. That's, again, four minus one. I got a six. All right, so you're, like, ducking under conveyor belts, running on a couple of them, like, sliding on a box on a few. You're outrunning this thing. This thing is, like, kind of just cutting right through it. It's It walks through the conveyor belt, and you see from its finger is, like, a almost like a blowtorch, and it just <laughs> cuts the conveyor belt and shoves it aside. Oh, God. And begins stomping toward you. <laughs> And it switches to a different language you don't understand. You're pretty sure it's French. And it keeps repeating a phrase. And it has not yet reached English if it's switching through languages. I'm going to yell at it that I speak English. Okay. It's chasing Doofus. you. While it's chasing you, what are you two English. doing? English. I mean, speak it. I don't know. I feel like that Chris would be kind of freaking out about this. Oh, yeah. This is terrifying. Right. This robot is more advanced and more dangerous than anything you've seen um but it, it it doesn't look like any i mean i guess she didn't say anything but it doesn't look like any of the other ones we've seen right like it is like actual this is this is when it came past me would i recognize anything about it um give me a 
calculate test. <laughs> calculate. I kind of feel like I need to actually come to Elizabeth's aid a little bit. I'm all right. I'm doing okay right now. I'm all right. Yeah. I got a six. This is more advanced than anything you've read about, but it's very obviously a robot of Soviet design. And the fact that it's speaking Russian kind of just sells that even more. So whatever this thing's doing here, it should not be here. I'm shouting. Why does it have armor and a torch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what I signed the up only for. thing that we can do now is we, we have to get in, we have to get out. Yep, we can try to get into the room. If it's not supposed to be here, maybe we can get the other robots to like freak out that it's here. I'm just saying. I if mean, it's... if you want to try and go distract it, I'll see what I can find in this room. All right. I'm never gonna. I'm. I'm gonna play my guitar. This is gonna be the hardest I've ever rocked in my life to get all the noise in this room. <laughs> go figure right. stuff out. I'll try to do my own distraction. Maybe we could both distract him. All right. So Elizabeth's running from it, trying to gain attention, screaming at it. You just start. <laughs> like power chords. <laughs> it pauses for a moment and turns to look at you turns back to Elizabeth, and you see it calculating in its head, like, who it can most easily catch. And you're, like, like scampering on top of machinery to try and stay out of its reach. I'm going to take the yo-yo, mm-hmm. and I want to, like, have it on my finger, and mm-hmm. I'm going to flick it at its face. Okay. As it turns to Chris and turns back to you, you go, yeah! Give me a, um, <laughs> give me a force <laughs> test, plus one. It's finally the time for the Ballad of Alexandria. Oh, yeah. I actually wrote this the song. This is the time. I wrote it. This so. is the time. Oh, yeah, help can I use my luck? You can. This is my last luck, guys. Oh. That's right. I wasted mine forever ago. <laughs> okay. Force test. You're doing the plus one, right? From the yo-yo? Um, so can this be my pride? I'm being different than other kids. I'm being life bait. <laughs> yeah, you can take your luck back. I'll let okay. you go. Right. So automatically. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, that would make sense because <laughs> yeah. only a weirdo would be like, yes, me with the shortest legs should get this robot <laughs> I'm after 12. that. I'm 12. I'm going to do so, it. <laughs> What happens is this. It turns to Chris playing his power chord, and it turns back to you, and as it turns its eyes back to you, you whip the yo-yo out, and it goes, shatters one of its eye lenses, and it stumbles backward and falls into a conveyor belt, and it, like, crushes it under its weight. It really is Terminator! And it starts to pick itself back up, and you have a few seconds to do something. I'm running! You're fleeing. (laughs) Goodbye. You saw Elizabeth just whip that yo-yo and boom, right in its eye. That's amazing. Oh, you're just blasting out the ballad of Alexandria. Yeah, I was going to say, it is, I'll do it real quick because it's punk rock style. Alexandria, while you sleep, there is no time to weep. Crashing and thrashing your truth to the world. Alexandria, didn't deserve the life that was. Heard, handed ya, and how sweet the poison ended ya. <laughs> beautiful. I like the idea of Elizabeth like waving a match over her head while running. Yeah. But like I said, I want to see if I can play the music so maybe it would make enough noise for the droids outside. Sure. To maybe be brought in and maybe in all the confusion we can get out of here. Well, the thing is, you're playing and singing loud enough, you don't even have to try. After a few seconds of playing, you hear dum dum dum, boom, and a door just burst open. And four of those lesser, lesser, lesser quality uh, pro-tech uh, automatons begin walking in, scanning the room, and all of their eyes converge 
on this Soviet automaton. Oh goodness! I was like, maybe this was a bad call. <laughs> and it room. stands up and it begins see it sees them and it starts walking towards them and they're about to have a brawl. Uh, Kaylee, yeah. <laughs> Kaylee, you're in that storage room. You have a few minutes to search while this happens. Obviously, whatever he was looking for isn't in any of the open ones. Yeah, there's only two other crates left. In I'm here. I'm going for him. All right, how are you gonna pop him open? Because um, he's he or it or whatever is a very strong robot, and you are a 13 year old child. What uh like are they like nailed shut mm-hmm. or? Mm-hmm. Do I see a crowbar? You investigate check, see if you find one. Fudge. That would be three. Oh. Eh. Nope. You don't find a crowbar. You do find a screwdriver and a sure. hammer. Sure. I'm doing anything I can. You can kind of pull the nails out with a hammer if you want to try. Yeah. Wedge screwdriver in there to help. Go ahead and... Um, Give me a force test with plus one. If you had a crowbar, it'd be plus two, but these will give you plus one. Awesome. I have one. Awesome. I'll see it. Oh, you did, no. you did <laughs> it once already. <gasps> Again. Oh, my gosh. Again, the one dice six. <laughs> wow. All right. That's crazy. So you're able to get that hammer in. You yank these nails out because you're like panic adrenaline working <laughs> here. Um, the first crate you open... You see it's full of small cardboard boxes, just to the brim, basically. And if you pull one and you open it up, in a um, sort of protective packaging is a very similar processor to the one that you've seen Elizabeth take from that desk. And all of them have, like, there's all these processors in here. And the other crates are full of um, other parts, like the plastic cases, the motherboards and things like they're like there's not enough parts to here to make more games but both of the closed crates are full of processors when there's only one crate of other parts so you remember reading that letter if like you have all these extra ones this is i take one from each just in case and i bolt okay i the... put them in different pockets so i can remember which one came from which case yeah left pocket left case right pocket right case uh, the automatons are brawling, and the larger one is just ripping them in half, basically. Imagine you and I are just... I'm gone. just... <laughs> yeah, that door's Let's open, go. and you guys can book it through. I just I'll watch for a second. This would make a great song, and then i dip out. <laughs> Christ, come on! <laughs> and you see, you see, like, in full, like, invincible fashion, it just shoves its hand right through some of these robots' chests and rips out their power cores from the front. Nope. It's, it's bad, watching this. And as it's preoccupied with these... You make your escape from the factory. Be gone. Can I pull a fire alarm on the way out? You certainly can try. I can I, throw a match. There's one right by the door. Absolutely, then. What do and I the mean? thing is, these robots leaking a lot of oil and fluid. I'm going to throw a match. Wait, so then maybe I shouldn't pull a fire alarm if you're going to do that. Maybe don't do that. Yeah. You light a match and fling it. This factory, by the time you leave the parking lot, is up in flames. I hope that was a good idea. Like oil on this, <laughs> lubricating all these machines Destroyed. from the robots, all the you know cardboard and paper in all the offices. It is this place is up in flames. I make a mental note to have an anxiety attack about all of this arson later. <laughs> destroyed robots, but also maybe destroyed evidence. Let's go. All right. At least we have the letter. Problem for tomorrow. <laughs> Four of the processors. After another. After a night's rest, 
Oh, I would remove their condition. Oh, my God. Because I know that sucked. We can assume everybody had some time. Uh, no, luck doesn't come back, unfortunately. Right, unchecked oh, wow. No, essays checked. Yeah, until the mystery is concluded. But you do have several examples of these strange processors that game uh, Dark Mage Games was creating in their um, in their games. So feel free to examine or discuss whatever. All right, so you guys are fleeing the Dark Mage Games factory. You have stolen technology in hand, fleeing from possibly very deadly automatons. What do you want to do? Well, seems like the next bet, best bet for us is probably to get out of here because we just set a whole factory on fire. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Um, you guys can escape pretty easily. There's nobody here. Um, the automatons are mostly all destroyed at this point, investigating the larger threat. So you're able to make it safely away. Where are you going? Uh, Was... I mean, Clubhouse would probably be the safest bet. Clubhouse okay. makes sense, yeah. So back to the hideout it is. Yeah. So you guys head back pretty uh, pretty quickly to your hideout. Um, you make your way out to the junkyard, avoiding any other random security automatons that might roam the area. It's pretty late at this time. I, I think it was we established you went there at night. So it's more or less the middle of the night. Um, and I, I don't recall, did we say it was a school night tonight or not? Because that would well, present a whole new layer of trouble. We had skipped school the day... Prior? I think so. You know, I know we just mentioned it a little bit back, but I'm going to go ahead and say it's school night. And tomorrow is Friday. Why not? <laughs> uh, so you have to get to school in the morning, and it's about 1 in the morning now. So what are you guys doing? Well, I'm wide awake with adrenaline and probably some sugar somewhere. So uh, I, we should probably at least discuss this because I'm not going to go to sleep anytime soon. Camp out at the hideout? My mom's going to be so mad at me. Okay. That's something you can do if you like. You are at the hideout. Um, now, if you uh, want, you can recuperate here, relieve all your conditions since you're spending time together at your hideout. Um, so we'll just establish that everybody's clear of those if you had them, which I think, Kaylee, you had some. I think, Chris, you had a couple. Um, so we recovered all your conditions. You've spent the night at the hideout. Are you doing anything while you spend the night there? Are you just resting up and going to school the next morning? Did you need to use Chris's phone and call your mom? You can tell her you fell asleep at my house and that you're going to stay here. Oh, Kaylee. Chris doesn't have his phone here. This is 19, maybe, but his whatever. House. We're in the his junkyard. House. You're going to go to your house? I mean, house. we did, I mean, the junkyard is. It's right next to the house, you know. It's, that's it's true. right we did there. did say that. Yeah, that's true. You're pretty close. So you guys could go to Chris's house if you wanted to. I should really call my mom. Last thing we need is a mom to come looking for us. Yeah, that's probably more dangerous. Factory. Probably more dangerous. Yeah, and you can see as you leave, by the way, smoke is billowing into the sky. Like, you guys destroyed that place. It is, like, that place was just covered in flammable materials. We should probably call the fire department, too. Uh, but you can actually um, see after some time um, sort of hovering like fire engines automated engines begin going overhead towards it so it's clearly something somebody saw and they don't take any notice of you they don't take any you're not getting arrested or anything but you see these sort of magnetically hovering fire trucks basically 
with these sort of robotic arms um, manipulating hoses that are ready to start putting the fire out. Horrifying. Well, you know, that's the future of the loop. Future. Past of the loop. <laughs> so you guys can go to Chris's house if you want, or you can stay in your hideout. Or you can do any number of other things. Well, Kelly's mentioned me this word, I think it's called alibi. Uh-huh. And maybe we should have something like that. I mean, hanging my, out of your hideout all night with two other people is a pretty good alibi. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. All right. Good. Did you need to call your mom, Elizabeth? Yeah, I'm gonna go call my mom. Okay, so you're gonna stop off at Chris's house and then maybe go hang out at your hideout. Yeah. Okay, so you call your mom. Um, what are you gonna tell her? How are you gonna talk your way out of this one? All right. All right. I'm gonna call my mom. Ring, 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 ring. Hello. Mom. Uh. <coughs> Elizabeth! Mom! I've been worried sick, where are you? Hey, <laughs> Mom. Get uh, home now! I fell asleep at Kaylee's house, and it's so dark right now, Mom, and her, her mom's asleep. I'm just gonna stay here, and I'll be back in the morning. Okay, love you, bye! I need you to, before you hang up, <laughs> make a charm test for me. <laughs> so that's gonna be heart plus charm. But smart. So if she this doesn't work, she's going to go to the wrong house. Yeah, I mean, regardless of whether or not you succeed on this test, you can still hang up the phone before she responds. But your success may or may not influence. I got a six. Awesome. So you do succeed. You you hear her. But right before you hang up the phone, she says, um, okay, but click. <laughs> so that's probably okay. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Nothing to look Might into there. Might have an answer for that in the morning. Probably fine. <laughs> you can make your way to your hideout just fine. Might be some problems later. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so you spend the night at hideout. Anything you're doing there? We jump into the next morning. I mean, I feel like it, we wouldn't be able to wait all night to figure out Definitely at least what this is. Definitely want to share evidence. Sure. So you can start reviewing all your evidence, the things you discovered at the foreman's um, desk. You found that sort of uh, disassembled copy of the game, those um, processors and things you pulled out. If you're going to investigate anything, I will need an investigate test from somebody. Um, uh, you all can do it if you wish, whoever's going to investigate things. Two and four, I can try. Okay. Do we have to mention what Two. specifically we want to investigate? Uh, usually just whatever you're looking for, anything specific, if you're looking for... You should try um, to think about maybe trying to figure out what that robot was saying. Maybe we recognize a word or something. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely do that. I imagine that I'd have some if you're books gonna, there. If you're going to uh, try and decipher what that robot was talking about, because they're speaking in Russian and then French and a couple other languages, that'll be comprehend said. Comprehend. Yeah. So I want to do that, but I also want to look at the uh, chip that I have, which would be the one that looks slightly different okay, that sure. I found down there. Uh, you can do both if you want. So investigate or comprehend. All right, investigate first. So we're inspecting the evidence. I got two sixes. Awesome. So you are able to see... There are differences between these two processors. One looks pretty plain, just machined. These gold pins on the bottom, um, you know, pretty simple computer hardware. The other looks very similar, but the pins on the bottom are silver. And there's a thin line of sort of blue, what looks like almost neon or energy. It's hard to see unless you look at it just the right angle. Um, some sort of energy in a sort of square pattern around the outside of this chip. And on the top of it, you see engraved in it are two words. It says reality transference. Mm. There's the only three differences you can find is the different metallic pin connector, the different, the engraving, and the sort of energy, the strange sort of like a very dim and thin light, like something is embedded within this chip that's strange, different uh, computer or other technology. So I would, I would definitely point that out to them and be like, guys, this... This one looks a little a little different. Elizabeth, can I see the one that you had? Yeah, here. 
so I would I would definitely compare them. Yeah, guys, this is yeah, it's it's definitely different than the other two. Um, the disassembled copy of the game I believe had a, a regular one, and this reality transference one is very clearly different. It's one of the ones you pulled from one of the crates. So one of the crates had the plain one. One of the crates had the um, sort of more different it looks almost like different or advanced one. Like it just somehow gives you a sense of being. That's more than just a simple processor. It's weird. There's definitely something about this. I wonder what that robot was looking for it for. If you want to make that comprehend test yes. to see what you can um, discern from what you remember. So that's also six. Awesome. Mm. There'd be none on that one. So you don't, you understand it was speaking Russian. And given that it's the late 80s, you know, that's obviously not a good sign. Um, you don't know any Russian or French or any other languages it was speaking, or what you might know doesn't help you. Um, so no dice there, unfortunately. Can I try? Sure. Would I be able to, like, roughly repeat what it was saying? Do you think I'd have, like, that You could probably get part of an approximation of it. I want to... No I, test, no success there, was No. Yeah. You guys are having trouble, at this point you're having trouble remembering what it sounds like because it was speaking quickly and in sort of a like mechanized voice, it's hard to, and Russian is such a kind of harsh language sometimes to to understand what's being said, so um, difficult to uh, comprehend. What it was saying, but I can check in with Whitney, she's probably one of the smartest people I know besides me. Now I have the two cartridges in my pockets. Uh, Yes. are those any different than... The two full game cartridges you took? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, they, they look, at first glance, when you pull them out of your pocket, exactly identical. Okay. The plastic case is the same. The little chip you can see in the slot of the cartridge is the same. The stamp and sticker on the front and the back are the same. It all looks more or less identical. Okay. Is there any point in opening these, do you think? Maybe tomorrow. I can get mine and bring it back here and we can compare them all. You yeah. still have the screwdriver if you wanted to pop them open at some point, so you can do that. Um, is that all you guys are doing you for should. tonight? I just want to make sure, is my uh, salvage chop uh, guitar still okay? Do I need to repair it at all? Um, you know what? Let me... Um, so I did smack a couple of robots. You did beat it. some robots, and they're pretty tough. Give me a tinker check and see if you see if you can tell if it's still okay. No, I spent a long time putting this together, so I'm not that great offhand. Um Looking at a whole probably had, probably had some help putting it together originally. Yeah, my brother again. Yeah, he's amazing, and he has not taught me that much, so that's why I didn't roll a six. Give it to it's, me. It's probably fine. I mean, it still makes sound, right? It's probably yeah. I mean, maybe it's not exactly the same sound, but it's probably fine. Maybe this will teach me a new way to help the band. It's a bass now. That's all. Well, I'll look at it for him. Um, what'd you get? Six. One. One six. Um, yeah, it's a little dented. Uh, on the on the end, it might not plug in perfectly to like your portable amp anymore, but yeah, you can straighten it out. It's fine. It's it's not broken or shattered or anything. Just it's bang right. it back into place. Yeah, just yeah. grab a hammer. You're fine. So it's okay. All right, all right. Okay. Good old Betsy. We should probably get some rest so that we don't look quite so exhausted tomorrow. And we should definitely go to school because I think it will be more suspicious if we don't. Yeah. Except for me, but maybe you'd be more suspicious that I'm still not at school. I don't know. This is, this is a lot for me to think. Maybe so. All right. So you guys spend the night at the hideout. It is not the most restful place, as you don't really have actual beds there, but you make do. Uh, and the next morning, you are at school. Um, 
anybody who is sort of hanging out with other kids, if you're spending time in class, if you're trying to, what are you guys trying to do, basically? You're just uh, spending time in school and getting through the day, or are you trying to do anything while you're there? I'm trying to see if anybody knows anything about a fire. Okay, um, go ahead and give me a... Um, you know what? I think it might be the first time we rolled this. Give me a contact test. That's heart plus contact. See if you hear anybody in specific talking about something that interests you. No success? No. Yeah, uh, people are, I mean, people are obviously, you know, sharing rumors about the fire. Somebody says, you know, it was an explosion. Somebody says it's an insurance scam. Somebody <laughs> says that their their dad is, is doing something. Um, a lot of people talking about a lot of things. Chris and Kayla, you guys doing anything at school today? Uh, so I know I wanted to try to find Brian. He told me he had a police friend who was an intern with the police department. Yeah, you wanted to know info about Warren Holmes, right? Yeah, it was about Warren Holmes. And I mean, at this point, maybe they'll give some more information about what happened in the factory. Sure. Hopefully it could be sneaky. Um, give me a contact test from you as well, see if you can find him. All the contact. Heart plus contact for me. Heart plus contact, looking at six. Pretty good, that's what you're good at. And we got a six. You do Woo. find him uh, between classes. You uh, you meet up with him, and he uh, he will tell you like, oh, dude, it's so it's so weird. All right. So Warren, like he he's dead for sure, right? They found him in his house. There was my my cousin told me there was nothing wrong with him. What? Like he didn't like he it was he didn't have any injuries. He didn't like breathe anything weird. Like it wasn't like his his smoke detector or anything. There wasn't a fire. He didn't wasn't doing any drugs. What? He like there was nothing. And they were like, well, maybe he had like a stroke or something, but nothing. So None how did, did he die? Like something got. I I don't know, man. And like his apparently like his hair had all fallen out, and like his brain had like you know how like your brain's all wrinkly and like pink and weird. I suppose it's like shrunken and shriveled and gray apparently when they opened up his head it was super gnarly i wanted a picture but he couldn't get me one whoa yeah they're they're saying that it's probably some new drug that they don't know about but like what drug would do that yeah none that i know of the only thing the only thing else he could tell me is that they found him and they tried to figure out what was wrong with him and his mom is like freaking out because she's like she wants to know what happened to her son. Right. Who, who wouldn't? Only other thing they found was his his NES was still running. So they think like maybe somebody like caught him while he was playing the game or something, and then they like did something to him. But like, what would they do? How would you you know mess someone's brain up like that? Wait, so his game was still running? Yeah, they found him in the morning. It was like still running apparently, and they took it. They're like, well, he was doing something with it. Maybe it's evidence. That's why they took his. It took his NES and his game. He's playing the new one. This might be, oh oh this might be kind of weird. I guess you're probably talking that Rune and Rune game. Yeah yeah I haven't I couldn't find a copy man I wanted one so bad. Yeah well I this is a kind of a weird question. Did they say anything about where they were in the game like what was going on? Give me a um give me a charm test. Charm. It's gonna be heart and charm. Yeah heart plus charm just to see if you can get him to remember. If he's heard anything. Okay. Well, I'm rolling eight dice, so come on. One six. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, he will tell you that um, apparently Warren Holmes was playing Rune and Ruin when they found him, or it was on, on his NES, when they found him in the morning. Right. His mom found him. And um, his character, he was playing as the priest, and his character was at the beginning 
of the third region, the Stormstruck Castle. And it was just, like, sitting there. Like, he, like it was as if he had entered the level, like, started the, the newest level for the third region of the game, and then it just he just, like, left it there. And um, that's, you know, definitely strange to you. Um, yeah, because if you want to, if you want to do a comprehend check to figure out if that means anything, you Let's, can certainly do so. I'll do my or you best. Can share it with your allies. I was gonna say this is kind of information that is a little bit beyond me. Plus, I can't even get past the first level when I played that game. Sure. So yeah, I, I'm gonna bring this, Brian. You, you've been a lifesaver. All like all seven flavors. Dude, I I don't even know what that means, but all right, <laughs> cool man. He will go off to gym class. All right, have fun. Dodgeball sucks. Dude, bro, dodgeball doesn't suck. You just suck at it. And he walks away. Poser. <laughs> so, so, what are you guys doing after that? Um, while I'm in school, I really, I don't want to necessarily talk to anyone because I feel like my character wouldn't necessarily be a super chatty person anyway. Sure. Um, but I do want to listen uh, and just see if anyone's heard anything, like see what I'm hearing about this fire, see... What I'm okay. hearing about games that could have happened. Or uh, how about like an investigate test? Investigate. That's See if you can find six. any weird clues going around the school. I got three sixes. Awesome. So with that, you are able to pretty carefully determine that... I mean, you hear teachers whispering to each other and you know older kids whispering and teachers' assistants... You're pretty sure nobody suspects you guys for the fire. Everybody who is, like, reasonably responsible and, and intelligent as an adult and isn't, like, a kid spreading rumors is pretty sure it's just an accident of some sort. Like, an automaton went haywire or somebody left a, a you know, conveyor belt running that overheated something. Most people are assuming it's some sort of accident. Um, the other thing you're able to determine is that um, more people are having strange occurrences you've heard you heard a kid complaining about you know how his mom caught you know found a rat in his room um and she took away his new copy of ruin and ruin uh, another girl is talking about how she had a horrible nightmare of a um a sort of little devilish like winged creature you know terrorizing her in her sleep um and she's like it seems so real you know a lot of weird occurrences going around with strange creatures and animals and things in people's uh, in people's lives. Okay, okay. And the the unifying thing is that you're pretty sure all of them are talking about it and are people you've heard talking about the game as well. And so like your theory maybe of this being connected is getting solidifying. Stronger. It's it's getting stronger for sure. Something's up with this game for sure. Cool. I make a mental note to tell them about that later. Cool. You guys meet up after school, I assume? Uh, I want to go by the library first. Okay. Because I want to check in with Whitney and kind of ask her if she has any books on foreign languages, particularly Russian or French. Um, she says they don't have any Russian books, unfortunately. The uh, the State Board of Education told them to remove all of those about four years ago. And she does have French books, but French is, a, she says, it's pretty tough to learn. And a lot of the high school kids checked out her sort of intro to French books. So probably nothing that would really help you right now unfortunately do you know anything about those languages uh she'll tell you no she's never studied languages she she uh she jokes like she's has a, a hard enough time with english ha, ha 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 and then you think she might be a soviet sympathizer but then you dismiss that <laughs> fair enough um 
Well, I guess if any come back in, can you can you let me know? I just I saw this movie and there was a part I didn't understand in it, and you know how I hate not understanding things. Of course, Kaylee, no problem. She says. Awesome. And then I guess I'd head over to the hideout. You still haven't met with met up with your mom, Elizabeth. My mom doesn't get home until after six thirty. True. So I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna leave a note. Okay. <laughs> Always leave a note. And then I'm gonna go to the hideout. All right. Sounds good. What does your note say? Hey, mom. Going back to the hideout, really important stuff to do, like homework or something. <laughs> Big heart, Elizabeth. All right. Parentheses, that's me, your daughter. <laughs> okay. All right. So you guys meet up at the hideout after you leave that note, and how do you confer? I'm gonna grab my Sharing... copy on the way home. Sure. Grab your copy. Are you taking your NES also? Uh, we do have a kind of beat-up TV yeah. there. I you got a sort of too. older TV you could hook up to it. Yeah. Cool. So you grab all your stuff, you meet up, and you try and trying to figure out what's going on here. So, yeah, I tell him everything about what Brian told me about... Yeah, Warren Holmes, whatever happened to him, it wasn't something natural. Shriveled gray Shriveled brain. Shriveled brain? Ew. Yeah. Pretty gnarly. And I mean, like, whether or not that's... a smooth brain. Whether or not like that's actually true, it felt like he was telling the truth. He's also pretty feels excited like, about it. Also feels like the kind of thing like somebody might make up, but it doesn't sound good. Whatever happened. It's kind of weird that he was excited about it. I mean, it's He's Brian. He loves dodgeball. I don't have high hopes for him. <laughs> um. So, I I definitely want to pop mine open. Okay. So with your screwdriver, it's pretty easy. You just take off the screws on the back and pop the case open. You see inside is the motherboard. There's some you know other technological bits and bobbles. I don't know what video games look like on the inside in the 80s. I'm just making it up. But there is the processor attached to the motherboard. And if you inspect it and compare it, yours looks the same as the sort of plain ones. It's the gold pins. It's the flat, you know, no engraving, no blue um, sort of, um, I don't know, energy almost inside of it. You've got a pretty plain, Guys, pretty plain Jane game. Mine doesn't look like this other one. I think I'm I might be able to replace it. Should we? Yeah, let's let's put the other one in there. Okay. I, I don't have that many ideas, I know. But I'm just going to throw this out there. So we are putting this in here to maybe make it do the thing that everybody else is saying, which is generally bad. So I think we should at least put on, I don't know, I, I got some leftover football gear. My brother's got his Alex's got his, you know, combat boots still. We should just kind of prepare in case this does go back suit crazy. Up. You can suit Let's up. go see what we can find around the junkyard. Suit up montage. All right. We I have a quick a... montage. Everybody's strapping on garbage can lids. and Titanica's playing in the background. There's a yeah, there's a dinged up motorcycle helmet. That's very large. There's like, there's like a robot arm that you kind of pull all the junk out of, and it's like an arm, like a gauntlet now. I re- recreate my uh, I yo-yo's rope. Before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> I recreate my yo-yo's rope with a sentinel eye so I can like sure. slingshot it. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you guys look like you're out of whatever 80s movie that I can't reference right now, and you're ready to go. So you are going to remove the one in your current game and replace it with the strange reality transference processor. Can I – do we we have the other ones, right? If we You've got a couple those? of the plain ones. Okay, You cool. only have one of this one that you know of. You have two copies of the game you haven't opened. 
Let's pop those open and see. Yeah. Sure, you do so. One of them looks plain, one of them has another RT processor. Well, maybe oh, we well, should we just, put just put that one in. One, yeah. 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 yeah, let's not ruin your save. So, let's not ruin our save. <laughs> my save <true>. game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll just put that one oh, in. Oh, my then. rare mounts, no. No. All right, so you, you close real. back up, screw it back in, uh, and you pop that one in the NES. When you do so, the game boots up like normal. You're allowed to select a character. What do you select? We have to play as the cleric, or the priest guy. The yeah, priest, the priest the is one. the game guy lists the priest as the most advantageous in the first level if you want to. So priest now, is the one if you want to do that. I will say though, you guys have both played all of them so much, and now you saw the Dio do it correctly. So maybe you should pick the last one. Think about it. Like if you already know how to beat it with an advantage, you might be able to beat it by yourself. You I mean, you, you haven't chosen the knight yet. You play it more than me, so I'll, I'll you know. Do you want to play? Uh, sure. Okay, so you select the knight then. He's sort of Let's big, burly man and thick armor. He's got a big uh, sword and shield. And I would like a... Um, what did I make you roll before? Was it Tinker or Calculate? It wasn't Tinker. I think it was Calculate. So give me a Calculate test. Tech plus Calculate to see how well you perform in the game. So it's four, five, six. Don't forget to your strategy guide. You do have plus two for your strategy guide. Plus two? Plus two dice. I have one six. So you make it reasonably far in the first area. The, um, what do they call it, the crushing crag? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. The crushing crag uh, is is pretty hard, generally speaking. It's a hard game. It's mm-hmm. weirdly hard for you know most video games these days. Um, but you make it reasonably far before you unfortunately get killed by a satyr. And that's, you know, you lose, you lose your first life pretty early, you get the groove for a bit, you lose your second life, and then you get killed by a satyr and your game over hits. So uh, you're about, you've got about two-thirds of the way through there. And when the satyr kills you, it goes to a game over screen. It says defeat in big block letters, and it says game over, and it goes back to the title screen. So it looks like we have to use the priest. Well, it's weird that, so... I, I look around. Like, there's no weird imps coming out of the floorboards. Uh, give, me, uh, give me an investigate test. I'm not good at that, I though. Am. Both of you can if you want to. I if say like, that out if loud. If you, like, see the game over and you're, like, panic looking around. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Sure. Give me an investigate test. Okay. Well, I'm giving all the dice to Elizabeth. Oh, I only need seven. Oh, uh, well. Only seven. To my... Hashtag humble brag. Three, two. One. Bless up. No, no success. Your turn. <laughs> Nothing oh boy. strange that you can tell uh, going on. It was comprehend? Uh, investigate. Yeah. Investigate. If you're looking for oh. what might be weird. At least have three. Answer. Come on, mind. Oh, yes. He got so one. You got one, and Kaylee's going to investigate. I got one. So, Elizabeth, you're like looking around looking under the couch. And like, I have a big helmet on. Yeah, it's hard to hear and see. Um, the two of you, Kaylee and Chris, you are able to determine after sort of the, like, sad you died music ends and goes back to the title screen. It's like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. It's like Legend of Zelda kind of music. You also hear a very faint, like, like whirring noise that you didn't hear before. And, like, it, it at first sounds like your console's overheating, but then it's like, that's not really a noise that's normal. It's very faint, but if you, like, put your ear, like, to the case of the NES, you hear a faint kind of whirring noise. Like some sort of motor... Doing something. Well, that worrying sound, worrying sound is worrying me. So, <laughs> what happens if I pull the cartridge out? Uh, the NES 
goes to a crash screen, basically, because you pulled out the cartridge. The TV goes blue, or staticky, and um, the console, or the cartridge is in your hand, and you still hear the whirring noise, weirdly. Just a very um, faint, like... It's definitely odd. Yeah, it's very weird. Do we try again? Yes. I'm going to grab my guitar, and you just tell me when, and I will smash your your console. Your well, whole console? That's not too Let's bad. Let's just smash the cartridge, but I appreciate the overzealousness. <laughs> I'm ready. Right. So you're going to play it again? I guess. All right. Crack it back in. Hit the reset. Title screen. <laughs> yeah, blow in, the, blow in the slot for sure, and then you're good to go again. All right, so... Knight, priest, or thief? Well, the knight didn't work. We know that the thief doesn't work. I guess we have to try the priest this time. I mean, you can still play as those characters. Just their skill set makes it a little harder in this first level is all. And it's the only character you get to pick for the whole game. So the priest might be easier at first, but it'll be harder later on. Let's try him. Uh, So that was a calculate. So that's four, five, six, plus two for my thing. Dio, Dio. Mm-hmm. See ya. Oh, that one. <laughs> I got one six. Okay, you're able to make it um a little farther. You've managed to defeat sort of the second mid boss, which is like a, a satyr sort of king almost, and you make it to the third level of the crushing crag. And there's these like you know big armored you know golem dudes throwing rocks at you, and one of them kills you ultimately. You're like you're like I was like I was like two inches from the minotaur horde. And then one of the golems just crushes you, unfortunately. Your game over hits, goes to the defeat screen, game over, back to the title screen, cheery music. Same whirring noise. I, I, I just suck at video games. Can I try? I mean, sure. I don't have a... My, it's definitely not as high as yours, but... Is it worse for one of us to... Do you think that if more than one of us plays, that it might hurt two of us? Because I've already played... Well, okay, let's, if we're going to think about this, I mean, I'm not a gamer, but I know what it's like to record a song and keep recording it over and over again. This might just be a thing we have to just spend all the time doing. Like, we could try to help each other by pointing stuff out, remind each other, but we might just have to stay at this if we want to try to figure it out. Well, we've tried the priest, we've tried the knight. Maybe I just go for the rogue again that was your first choice girl power are you guys playing this basically all night is that what your plan is i mean i at least want to beat this first boss yeah okay so we'll just assume you're playing all night uh trying to do what you can it is a friday um everybody who wants to try playing the game give me a tinker or a calculate test excuse me okay if it's just you can do it and they're helping you you can uh use your guide and i don't know you can have one extra dice with your friends helping nine total let's get a good calculate test There's two sixes. Two sixes. So with everybody's help, with the guide's help, you're able to make it to the Minotaur Lord, and you're able to defeat him. You make it to the second, uh, the second realm, which I again. Which Shadeborn Barrow. Shadeborn Barrow, yes. And it is in Shadeborn Barrow that you are killed by a werewolf, <sighs> and your game ends. As the rogue. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, and when you see that game over screen, you're just frustrated. And you're like, come on, I can't do this. And you get a little beep, 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 beep on your calculator watch. And you see it, and you see that the problem that it's beeping of is it's midnight. New day, it just beeps on you for some reason. It's very strange. You hear that whirring noise. And then you hear, like, a sound that just sounds like 
and something heavy lands boom on top of your hideout, just crunching the metal of the roof in. I'm screaming. And you, yeah, loud <laughs> shriek. And you hear, and you hear. Lock the door, lock um, the door, lock the door, lock the door. And you hear, something lands outside your hideout. And you hear like, sort of like scraping noises on the metal of the door. The Pull car, the, cartridge. the car in front of the hideout is just shoved away. You hear it like crash, like 50 feet away. I'm really disappointed because it took a lot of time to move that, but that's not the important part right now. And as you're panicking and, like, trying to hide, bar the door, whatever you're doing, the doors are ripped off of this storage container. And standing in the doorway, the moonlight behind it is a hulking, hairy shape that looks a lot like the werewolf that just killed you. Get the cartridge! Get the cartridge! Werewolf! And you see its red eyes just glow in the darkness and it's leaping towards you. What do you three do? Uh, well, I throw one sentinel eyes at it. Sure. Give me a um, force test. Okay. <laughs> I want to literally... This is a hard one. You'll need at least two to succeed here. Lift the cartridge up and stomp on it. He got none. Zero. Uh, you fail, you fling it and miss, and you take the injured condition. No. This thing's claws just scrape across your shoulder, knock you to the side, you slam into the wall, and it like skids and lands and hits on the back of the container, and you have a split second to start running. Well, I'm grabbing the contain I'm grabbing the game and we're running. If you're gonna take the time to do that, which you Well, might I, yeah, to. I was wanting to grab it while he yeah, was. Yeah, you can do that. Things. Um all three of you need to make uh, move tests to see how quickly you can get away from this well, thing. And this thing, it's this huge, hulking, humanoid creature. It's covered in patchy brown and black fur, a long, lupine snout, and these glowing red eyes. It looks like an exact representation of what just killed you five minutes ago. Oh, in my goodness. goodness. I got two fives for move, so... That's not very good. Elizabeth, your move test... Body plus move is what you're rolling there. We've stolen all the dice from her. <laughs> you did. Yeah, it's all right. We got plenty. I got one six. One six for you. Chris, move test for me. Uh, Sure. Yes. Move. I could do that. All right. Body plus move. Let's Three. see it. Minus one. Minus one because you have a condition. Some hurt. And I got one six. Okay. So, Chris, you take that swipe on your shoulder, and it hurts. You can feel it bleeding. It hurts a lot. And you, like, crash into the wall of the container, but you start, like, panic running. <laughs> Elizabeth, you shriek and run as well. Kaylee, you have to take the time to grab your console and everything, and in that, you see it just leaps and, like, pushes you to the side as it's leaping towards your friends. And you also take the injured condition as you just crack your head against the side of the container. That's where I keep my brain. You're still conscious <laughs> and everything, but that hurt, and you have to shake your head and clear it, and you can also start running. Are you all running in the same direction? Are you splitting off? How are you doing this? Because this thing looks like it's fast. Uh, my only thought is going to be, Mom... So I'm headed You're home. You're booking it for home? Okay. What are you two doing? Well, my only thought is that, okay, I'm, I'm in my home environment. I'm in the junkyard. If I can distract it, maybe I could lure it into some scavenge heaps and lose it. Okay. I mean, so, he's the oldest one, so I'm following him, but I, I want to smash this game that we are playing on as soon as I can. Okay. Um, you can do that. Um let me get a move test from Elizabeth first to see if you can get away. I'm going to imagine that if I see my friends are not following me, that I'm going to stop. Okay, are you going with them then? 
I'm probably booking it first, and then I'm going to stop. Okay. And be like, so <laughs> you book it, you see your friends are going off in a different direction, and this, like, uh, lupine werewolf creature is, like, sort of, like, running and looping after them. You're not sure who it's following. I'm going to assume it's Kaylee, because... She you said could assume she was that. The one playing the game. Yeah, you She's can assume that. It. So, are you running for them instead, or what are you doing? Because it's going for one of the two of them. I'm gonna split second think about. Okay, so it's going for Kaylee. Okay, can I distract it, and then I'm gonna run towards it. Okay, you're running right towards it. Um, Chris, you're gonna try and lose it. You said. Yeah, I wanted to. Then yeah. I'm gonna need a sneak test from you because you're gonna try and like distract and run between some scavenge stuff and like lose it, so it's confusing. Okay, it's just four dice because I'm injured still. Yes. And I got one six. Uh, I'll actually give you another because this is a this is an area you're comfortable with. You spend okay. a lot of time here, so we'll say this is. You know, I got another six. Hey, perfect. That's <laughs> wow. good. That's what you needed. So. Two sixes Ooh. will give you enough, because that's going to be a hard one. It's a good tracker. Um, it does look like it's actually going for you, weirdly. Like, you are you peel off into some piles of junk and you know, scavenge. throw something at it. Yeah, you can, like, throw stuff at it, throw stuff in your way. You dive under, like, a, you know, tipped-over truck, like, through the cab. You know, all these things you're weaving through all this, and it's, like, trying to tear stuff. You're throwing things in its way, and eventually you can't hear it anymore, and you think you lost it. You saw it running for Chris as you were running for the werewolf. Okay. And then as you're sort of catching up to it, you're like catching your breath, you see, you know, peering over this like pile of discarded robots, basically. It's like stalking around, looking, and you hear it sort of snuffling and sniffing. Do I see Kaylee? You see Kaylee running off in another direction. Right? And right as you look over at Kaylee, Kaylee, you're trying to destroy this yeah, cartridge. Yeah, I smash the cartridge we were playing to see if it has any effect on it. All right, you throw it to the ground, you stomp on it. Just give me a, a, a force test. See how effectively you can destroy this thing. Well, I'm like 50 pounds soaking wet, I'm assuming, since I have a body of two. You can also grab a piece of salvage if you want to get a plus one. Just some yeah. big heavy part. I, I just want to smash it with Sure, some. you throw it on the ground and just smash a big metal part on it. No. Uh, it looks pretty broken. You do hit it. It looks pretty destroyed. Um, you don't know about the inside. You'd have to try and crack it open and see if the inside's still broken. But you... Put a big old crack in the plastic and it's like dented in. Do I have that? Uh, that hammer still? The the screwdriver? It was a screwdriver. You had a hammer and a screwdriver. Okay. Do I have either of those? Sure. You can try it again with the hammer if you want. You can have plus two dice to that one since it's meant for smashing Smash. things in. So that would be four instead of three. Sure. Let's see. I got one six. Awesome. So you're like, what am I doing? You throw that robot leg aside. You take out your hammer and just... And it just, like, cracks in half, basically. Like, you just shatter the internal uh, parts of this device. And Elizabeth, you you see Kaylee, like, stop and, like, pull out her hammer and smash something. And then you hear... And you look over at that werewolf and it just fades into blue dust. Blue dust. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go... To Kaylee and be like, what happened? What was that? I I thought maybe if it came out of the game, that if I destroyed the game, you know, like maybe it would go somewhere. I I just I just smashed the hell out of this thing. <laughs> um. So my plan was to run away from the wolf, assuming I ever lost it. I think my brother always had a private stash of something. He was always a locker uh, in his room that he yeah. never let me there's get access a, there's to. There's a safe in his room that he doesn't let you open. Now, maybe there, maybe something there could be helpful. 
Okay. And not wildly inappropriate. Have um, you seen Chris? Are you sure you're going back to your house? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, it's, sure. It's in the junk. If you're going to try and get into the basement safe that he keeps away from you, you're going to need a... Oh, let's make it a tinker test. And of course. <laughs> try and, like... Because you're like, you could guess a couple different, like, passcodes on All the right. keypad, but you're not sure. One die. One die. All right. Do not miss your chance to roll for a six. It's a five. No. One less. Yeah, you can't get it open. All right, I cry in disdain. You try a couple times, and then after you try three or four times, it stops accepting inputs. Like it's it's. Oh, he's gonna be mad at me again. Yeah. Uh, the two of you don't know where Chris has run off to. You don't know if he's okay. I'm freaking out. I'm hollering for Chris. Okay, you're screaming in the junkyard at midnight. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, running around. Yeah. Go back to the hideout. Would I hear them? He's in there. Uh, if you make your way back, you would. I mean, after. if I, I can't mean, you, get in there. I mean, you live a couple minutes away, so you can get home, try that for five or ten minutes, and come back, and you can all eventually meet up after some time. Okay. So. They're panicking and running around looking what for you. What the heck was that? Where's the werewolf? It disappeared. It just, I smashed the game and it went. Wait, what? Okay, so it's official. These Things are coming from the game? I told you guys. Maybe someone... I mean, I. this is a lot for just us guys. Maybe... Do we just smash all the games in town? Is that our goal? Maybe we'll operate we it to someone's house. We have one more copy. One more copy that will get this thing going. Maybe... You have one of those blue processors still, and you have a, a couple copies of the game that are Maybe if we take it somewhere and show one of the loot people, they'll be able to... Do something. Or they'll just hide it and pretend like it didn't happen. It's true. Wait. I thought they got one of those new, like, overhead things inside of the school gymnasium. Maybe we could play it there. You, you want to make it that. bigger? You well, could attempt I'm just, to try that if I'm you just want. saying, if, if these things are here, wait, that might put a lot of people at risk. I'm starting to regret everything I was just thinking about. Um, anybody who wants to, if you're trying to piece this together, I can give you some clues with a comprehend test. Because you guys have, at this point, discovered enough of this mystery that if you want to roll a comprehend test, I can give you um, just a sort of a, a... I mean, as we're sitting the, here and trying to study From all the night. storyteller right. tip. Yeah. I got one six. So with, Kaylee, with your comprehension skills, with your books that you've studied, your game guide your history and technology you're familiar with, the term reality transference is what sticks out to you. Mm. And you know that basically means, transference means moving from one thing to another thing. And given that you just got killed by a werewolf and a werewolf appeared right outside your hideout, you're suspecting this might have some sort of strange advanced technology connecting the game to your real world oh yeah for sure that's you're, you're not sure how it works but it definitely does because you just saw it now the question is how to get it to stop happening and um now that you recognize that you begin to recognize other things the first enemies in the game you face are rats and your neighbor had an invest in uh, extermination truck the fire and you've the heard fire about a fire drain. and there's fire elementals in the game about halfway through you're starting to piece it together, and there's something connecting the game to reality as you as people play it. Well, one thing that doesn't make sense to me, then what killed Warren? Because he was his his game for what Brian told me was that it, he his character was just there in the beat in the third level, s- still alive, I think. 
So, what happens in the third level? Would we be able to find out in the game guide? Yes. The boss of the third level, which is what you go to, is the Vile Efriti. And you know in the game, basically, you get three lives. If you're killed by any monster, you go back to the beginning of the area you're in, and you get to try again. So if you get killed by a rat in the first beginning of, in the beginning of the game, you go back to the beginning, and you get to play again. If you get killed three times, your game's over. The boss of the third region, as you research it, is the Vile Efriti. And under its statistics, sort of its tactics and attacks, you see one of its primary attacks is called Soul Drain. And what this does is it drains your character's health in-game, and the only way to stop it is with a magic shield potion that you can pick up through various means in the game. And that's what stands out to you the most as, like, if, if he somehow encountered this and it somehow was transferred, Maybe soul drain soul. is a pretty hard thing to deduce medically. Wait, but if we stop the werewolf by destroying the game, does that mean that this Afridi is still out there? Is the game... It's possible unless his copy was destroyed somehow. But you know it's in police lockup. Well, and destruction of evidence is something they typically frown upon. The kid who was in the fire, his copy was destroyed. Mm-hmm. But... But Warren's wasn't. Well, it's true. And remember, you saw uh, one of the kid's neighbors. Uh, I don't remember what his name was. I, I just said it just a bit ago. Brian, right? No, it was... Um, hang on, boy. Look at my notes. Gilbert. Gilbert Norman was in the hospital for smoke inhalation because his house burned down. And another kid down the street saw a strange flickering fire shape fly out. But if his copy was destroyed... Whatever that was, perhaps some sort of elemental creature might not be out there anymore. You're not sure. Something's connecting this game to the real world. You're sure of it. So, any chance that uh, Mr. Dennings knows more about this? Um, it's possible. Uh, he's going to be closed right now because it's the middle of the night. Um, but you're flipping through you know, your game guide. You're looking at... As you're connecting this and connecting all these different monsters and enemies and parts of the game, um, you flip to the three bosses. It's the Minotaur Lord, the Demon King, and the Vile of Freeti. And as you're standing in the junkyard and you're sort of, you know, contemplating this, um, you flip to the last page, which has the stats and the abilities of the Dark Mage himself. And as you're reading it, off to the south, about, you know, six blocks or so, you see a column of purple flame just from the ground into the sky, and it cascades through the clouds. And you see rising up and circling around it is a humanoid figure in black robes. And you hear, echoing across the city and the landscape, a hideous, dry cackle. And you see this energy just coursing up from the ground into the sky. Guys, and you're assuming something bad has happened. The last thing that I ever want to do is go there. But I think we have to go there. Wait, go there? Where the big swirling vortex of doom, I'm assuming, is at? Yeah. So, you see this off in the distance. Based on the angle at which you're looking at it, it's probably a couple blocks south of the library. We gotta go, guys. I don't want to go, but we got to go. What are we? What else is south of the library? Is the police station down there? The only thing you are That's familiar with is where, is where Dark Mage Games' head office is. That's where the head office is? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, crap. Well, I mean, if anybody's going to know how to stop this, they have to know what was in their game, right? I don't think, think they care what was in their game, but the longer we talk about it here, the less time, the more time that has to do whatever it's going to do. So we have two options here, I think. I'm only 12, but this is what I think. It's either from Warren's game and it's at the police station, or it's from Warren's game and it's at the headquarters because they returned it. I mean, it also could be just someone else's game entirely, and they're just a, a secret nerd this entire time and beat it. But he's the only one who or got that Or didn't beat it. There's That's only right. one way to find out. I know. We gotta go, and I'm not gonna let you two go on your own, so I will be there. Just let me get my guitar. All right. So as this sort of column of purple flame is just going from the ground into the sky, you see it's beginning to sort of... Uh, trickle through the clouds on this cloudy night and this light is starting to slowly emanate and like almost take over the entire region and you see just in this column of flame is this humanoid creature in black robes and it looks as you approach and get closer you're running and cutting through blocks like it's not doing anything it's just like hovering there we're still in our like made up gear yeah sure <laughs> uh, you can go either to Denning's Tower the office um, where you assume this column of flame is, or anywhere else. If the bad guy's real, does that mean maybe the potion's real and we could find it and not die? Or the characters themselves. That'd be cool. That might be useful. But the only way they come out is if you get killed by them, and I don't know if you're allowed to hurt yourself in that game. Mm-hmm. Give me a... Um, investigate test. Me? Yeah, oh. yeah cool. Both of you can, actually, since you're kind of hitting on... A really clever point here. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> all right, I'm so injured. So two. I want to. Oh relate. yeah. Good. One six for Chris. Randy Savage. I do want to relate to them the thing okay. that I remember reading, which I only six just now Elizabeth remember two. reading about the true alliance of heroes. I only the true alliance of this. heroes. You're able to piece together um a couple things. One is that, Chris, you remember, uh, Kaylee got killed by a satyr. Mm-hmm. But a satyr didn't appear. No, it didn't. And then she got killed by a golem, but a golem didn't appear. And then she got killed by a werewolf, and a werewolf did appear. You can assume it maybe is just registering the last thing that killed you, or whatever is most, like, whatever the most advanced thing is, whatever defeated you, or whatever ended the game. And you've actually touched on a really clever point in that you, if you beat the game, maybe you could bring something else through the effect. Um, and Elizabeth, you were suggesting um, the items. You kind of collaborate on this that like maybe it's not just the enemies it could bring to the game. Maybe it could bring the heroes to the game because it doesn't seem to like discern what type of enemy you've heard about rats you've heard about snakes poisoning people you've heard about fire elementals burning down homes clearly the dark mage is here and maybe it could bring something else through um and your clue at the back of the the book um you're not sure what it means but if you wanted to find out mr denning is probably the person who could tell you because he would have read this guide he would have played the game theoretically um, so Denning's tower is going to be close to the pillar it's pretty close it's the it's a couple blocks north of the library which is a couple blocks north of where you think the offices are and 
from what you're watching as you're making your way through town, that doesn't look good. You don't have a ton of time. I'm assuming that this is like a normal video game. There's like stuff you have to jump over and all that. Mm-hmm. It's like a side scroll. I wonder what would happen if I just constantly threw my character into chasms. Sure. You could certainly try that. You don't have anywhere to plug your NES in right now because you're running through town. Can we bust in... You know, break into Jenny's towers? I think that's a good idea. Sure. Yes. I've been saying this entire time, break in. Break and enter? All right. So we're closer, but we're not so close that it's super dangerous. Uh, yeah, it looks bad, but not cataclysmic right now because you see people are coming out of their businesses and homes in like their pajamas and like wondering what's going on. As you're booking it through town in makeshift armor, you make it to sort of square where he's at and you can try and bust the window open. Yeah. Sure. You do so. It's quite honors. the scene for people coming out of their homes, and while they're seeing this vortex, you just see kids in, like, ragtag oh, yeah. battle armor. They're like, what are they doing? And then another pulse of purple flame and energy goes, and like, ah! And they run back and cover inside I their I let houses. Chris do the honors of busting Mr. Denning's window. He oh, yeah. Oh, I've been waiting for this done. for so long! No test required. You do so. Oh. Guitar just comes out and... <laughs> and just shatters. Glass scatters inside of the building. I also cackle. And leap in. <laughs> so there's somewhere that we were able to... He's got a TV hooked up to the sales counter. So I plug it in. We Give me uh, anybody who, if you're going in, give me an uh, investigate test, everybody, just to see if you can find anything else. Dice. Elizabeth needs some dice, too. Okay, I I got a six. Six for Kaylee. I got two dice because I'm still injured. True. And I got nothing. All right. Elizabeth. I don't think I got anything. No, no six. Kaylee, you see out of the corner of your eye as you're running and setting up, you like look and you guys are watching the street and checking the situation out. You see out of the corner of your eye near the newest releases wall, there's a new product there that wasn't there a couple days ago. Because you guys maybe stopped in a couple weeks ago. It's another guide to this game. It's much thinner though. What? It's a I, smaller booklet. I grab it. All you had to say was guide. It. You pull one out and it says Rune and Ruin. Cheat codes. <gasps> this is what I've been saying. And as you flip through it, you're like looking in the light of the purple flame in the sky, and you see a couple things. One, there are, you know, things you can input on the start screen that give you increased health and vulnerability for a certain limited time, um, special items. There's cheat codes they put in this game. There's also at the very back a, a page, a full splash page that says hidden ending. And it says, describes to you that if you defeat the game with any hero, basically, you get a little pre-generated cutscene of the Dark Mage being sealed away by the hero and the world returning to normal. If you defeat the game with all three heroes on one save file, you get the true ending, which is where they band together and destroy the Dark Mage completely. So that's what we need. Is there a code, a cheat code in there that lets you switch heroes? There is not. But there are cheat codes that let you skip to each boss fight. So we could just skip so you to can the input end. those and skip to each boss fight with each character. The problem is, if you get killed by the bosses, it's going to cause even more issues for you. Some more trouble coming your way. Okay, so I have both my things. Let's do this. I put in any cheat codes that I can in the beginning all right, you for do infinite so. health. Boop, 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 boop. All, up, all the things up, you, down, down, you all get. That stuff. Exactly. Konami code goes in. <laughs> uh, you get, you know, highest you know rarity items you get um you know rejuvenation potions you get shield potions you get all the things you need and you jump to the minotaur lord Mm. and i would like you this time to make a force test because Mm. this is a stressful situation 
and you are playing under duress. This is no longer a calculating mind. This is a I have to do this or I die. Am I getting any bonuses for the books? You get plus four dice. Two for the guide, the cheat code guide you have, and two for the cheat codes you use. And then I would have two for body, but down one because that stupid werewolf banged my brain. This is going to be difficult. You'll need two successes to defeat the Minotaur Lord. Cool. <laughs> got one. I got one. So you do defeat the Minotaur Lord, but you lose one of your lives. Okay. In doing so, it kills you once, and you go back to the level. You input the new cheat code to get back to the boss level, and you beat him the second time. You have two lives left. After that, you can jump to the Demon King. Which character are you playing as, by the way? Uh, the first time through, if I knew I was going for the first boss, I would have done the priest. Okay, so the priest is go- jumping to the Demon King now. Uh, I'm going to need you to make another force test. This time, you still get plus four. Um, you're also going to get a bonus because... No, wait, no, this is the Shadeborn Barrel. This is where the rogue, the thief, is good. Yeah. Uh, you need to just do the same thing. Plus four dice to your force test. Let's see it. Two successes. I got none. You lose another life. You have one life left, and you have to try it again if you're going to defeat the Demon King. And there's no way to change characters. Not that you can see. Do you want me to take over? One life left. You can can switch players if you want. You don't have to do this. It is a force test. So it's somebody who's good at remaining focused under pressure. I've been on the stage before for five people. I can do this. You lost last time. Yeah, but he does have a high force. He's got six. He's good at this. Hashtag just saying. Or okay, go. He's got a good presence. <laughs> so you get your body plus force, plus four, and then minus one because you're still injured. So it should be so, ten. <laughs> did we even bring ten dice? Uh, yes, we did. All right, so. you're, this save file is one life left, and you're fighting the demon king. I need two. two. successes. Come on. I got four sixes. Holy Booyah! Shit. So you... Defeat the Demon King almost effortlessly. You're like, I got this. Hold on. You watched Kaylee do it. You saw where she went wrong. You're like, you didn't dodge the, you know, soul, you know, rend attack or whatever. It's like, here's what I do it. Beep, 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 beep. Done. I got the rhythm going right now. Oh, yeah. Now. You got the rhythm. Your, your, music, your music's <laughs> going on in your head. Oh, to Alexandria's going. You got this. On to the Violet Free Tea. The Stormstruck Castle. You've never been here you. before. You've never been to this level before. Read and you're the book. still playing as the priest. <laughs> Um, Should I try to go again, or? Yeah, you can keep going if you want. You can jump to the boss fight. The Vial of Free Tea. I hand it off to so that she could put in the code because I'm not gonna memorize that. Yeah. The and thing then... about the Vial of Free Tea is that he's a two-stage boss battle. This is gonna be extended trouble. You're gonna have to roll twice, and you need at least three successes. Oh my god. For only one life. One life left. I got one, two, two successes. Okay. You make it through the first stage. No. You need to go one more time. Oh. Okay. One more test. Extended trouble requires multiple tests. Gotcha. So you got to reach a certain number within a certain number of tests. All right, let's do it. I got one success. So three total. You barely make it past the Vial of Free Tea, but you do. Okay. And you make it Woo! to the Dark Mage himself as the priest. Oh, fun. Now, there are cheat codes in here that you've inputted to give you special weapons and everything, so mm-hmm. you still get the same force test. And this time, because you're in the groove, because you guys are doing this together, you have another plus one dice because you've you've got your confidence is up. You're doing this. You got one life. We're just cheering in the no. background no. for yes. loot goblins. I think that was a six. That was. 
Um, so that would have been maybe three if the one that rolled over. Somehow, on one life, you oh make it past God. the Demon King, the Vial of 3D, and you slay the Dark Mage. You see the cutscene. The priest raises his staff. It's all 8-bit, and it's, you know, really nice and cool. The light emanates from the staff. You see these chains wrap themselves around the Dark Mage, and he's sealed within the stone crypt. And you see a screen that says, congratulations, you have sealed away the Dark Mage. And your priest stands there with a staff aloft, glowing light coming off it. You feel like you've got it. Games are fun! And then you hear, (laughs) and appearing outside the store in a blue flash of light and energy is a human man in priest robes. (laughs) Dio! And it's glowing with energy. And he looks around very confused. And he sees the dark mage, and he nods, and you see he begins to fly off towards that uh, purple column. I want to do a riff. All right, you can reset the game at this point. You have a full three lives. We gotta do this again. Though, who are you going first? You. Is this still force? Yes. So rogue this time. So what we're gonna do to shorten this to see if you can make it. Yeah. I'm gonna have you roll three tests. Anybody can do them. It's gonna be force tests plus four dice. Okay. Plus five dice, excuse me. Body and force, plus five dice, minus conditions. You need to roll three tests, and you need at least five successes. I think Should I do you. it, or? This is all you. Okay. okay. So, Find the body plus force. Clutch. Body plus, plus force. five. Body plus four. Minus so conditions. Five. Six. Six. Plus five. Plus five. Minus conditions. Minus conditions. Right. So you need, you roll this three times to get past... Yeah. The bosses and the dark mage. Who are you choosing this time? Uh, well, let's bring out the fighter. All right, the knight comes. The knight. Uh, knight's going. You need to do this three times at least five successes. All right, mm-hmm. there's one. Okay. You need four more. Four more successes on two tests. You gotta do it here. Oh! There's another one. There's another one. So uh, I gotta do all of them right here, right now. Oh, oh come on. All right, channel the loot goblin. Come on, we got this. We got this. I got one more. <laughs> so it's three, so you were too short. You end up with this run ending at the Demon King. And he just, like, flies towards the knight and impales you on his claws. And your knight dies. You see defeat. Game over. Oh, no. And as you peer outside, you see fluttering above you with these massive bat-like wings is this huge black horned devil this big rack of horns on his head fire in his eyes and his mouth he starts hurling fireballs down at the town i don't like games anymore he flies <laughs> off towards the column we gotta bring the fighter keep guy going, out keep we gotta going. keep going oh let's try do, do this just go again? Trouble again all right this time uh you need the same three tests and five successes all right, so let's see. All right, I think that the, the, the demon lord is it. Or should we do the demon in the night again? Because if the demon lord's no, out, just do the rogue. Just do, I was gonna say the rogue might be good for the demon for the demon lord. Mm-hmm. So let's the, do rogue, the rogue. The rogue yeah. would theoretically give you a better chance to not die because the demon king. All right, here we go. You might die to something else. Oh, I don't know why I gave you another die. All right, here we Remember, go. Here we go. Here we go. Five successes. I got one more six. This is <laughs> starting off just the same. Now, sixes, if you have sixes. if you have any other ideas, you can certainly contribute them to help him. But 
is there nothing that we can just jump ahead to the guy we need to jump to? Like you're the, jumping ahead to the bosses, basically. But you're using we can't go codes. to the very end yet. You have to defeat the first three, it seems like. All right. And this is these are three tests, basically, to see if you can beat the bosses, and then the you know the extended trouble for the. Dark All right. Stage. Well, just gotta keep doing it oh. and eating it. That All right. In your thing. All right. Well, well roll that one again. That didn't land in there. All right, so we got one more six. So, again, I'm down to the last chance. Oh, no. Now I'm throwing all the dice because I'm panicking. And we don't good. have any of, like, the special things yet, like the armor or... Uh, you have, your items are That's where the plus you. four okay. dice is coming yeah. from. I just need to be better. Oh, there we go. Four hey. sixes. So it's so five altogether. That's exactly right. Using the Valiant Knight, you you, you figure out where you rogue. went wrong before. It was the rogue. Oh, the rogue. Yeah. yeah. The rogue, you effortlessly you know throw daggers at that demon king. <laughs> you dodge the vile Afridi, and you finally just impale the dark mage with one more dagger, and you see the same cutscene, except it's the the thief this time. They've sealed the dark mage away, and you see before you realize it, a female human with sort of reddish hair and dark armor is outside your. Is outside Denning's tower, basically. And she's looking around confused as well before she looks up and, just like the priest, sees the column of fire, which is getting larger at this point. Uh oh. And larger and larger. As you're playing this game, it's taking you some time to get through this. Can we, like, holler at her to go get the Demon King? You can, yeah. Okay. And you see, actually, one. she, like, looks at you like she doesn't understand what you're saying. She responds in a language you don't understand. <laughs> And she, you, you do like flappy, flappy, flappy. Uh, yeah. And she looks up and you can see the demon king coming for her. What she does, she takes a grappling hook, flings it, latches it onto his wing, pulls him down and leaps on top of him and she starts stabbing him in the back. As what were those away. moves? Oh. Yeah. Not in the game. Maybe, right. in the, maybe in the sequel. DLC. Nighttime. Nighttime. All right. It is nighttime. One. We're going to do extended trouble again. Three tests. Five successes needed. We got this. We got this, Chris. We One got two, three, three, four sixes! Four off the start. One more. One more. You got two tests to get one more. And you extra, get you get it. Let's great. go! Let's yes. do it! Roll, two more. roll the last one to see what you get. You got six successes. Come on, Knight. Bring it home. That's not counting. There's one. There's three, four, four sixes! Oh my god! So right. ten total sixes. The Knight well, blew me, it away. Let me narrate what happens here. All right. <laughs> the knight appears, gleaming silver armor, reflecting the purple flame. Oh, yeah, he does. You see he looks up as well. And as you're watching this, you finally like, catch your breath. You're like, oh, my God, my arm hurts. You're bleeding <laughs> down your whole sleeve and everything. And having read the guide, you don't actually know what happens when they seal it. It just says they seal, they destroy the Dark Mage forever. And as this fire is, like, pulsing into the sky, and you see lightning is arcing through the clouds, and fireballs are being rained down by the Demon King, explosions and screams, you see the rogue, the thief, leaps down off of a rooftop and lands next to the knight. You see the priest hovers down from where he was and lands next to the knight. And you remember, it's called Rune and Ruin, and you, you didn't really understand what that meant, really. But you see, they bring out these necklaces they have, these characters, and they have these runic stones on them. And they hold them aloft, and they touch them together. And it creates this glowing orb of orange energy. And they all speak a command in a language you don't understand. And it shoots this beam of energy towards this purple column of flame. And right at the dark mage, 
that's hovering inside of it. You hear that cackle echo one more time across the landscape. And as that orange beam hits, you see the purple flame just shudders and dissipates. And that orange just beam of energy just bores right into the dark mage before an explosion of sparks and flame and lightning just shakes the sky. Mm. And the three heroes lower their rune stones and they tuck them back around their necks and they look at each other and they look at the three of you. And the knight steps forward and Chris hands you a rune stone of your own. And then Kaylee hands one to you. And they hand one to you, Elizabeth. And then with a nod, they disappear. And you hear fire trucks, like, blaring signals. You hear people screaming, fires crackling everywhere. You saw the Demon King, like, veering into the ground and disappearing into blue dust before he hits. And there's chaos all around Boulder City. But the evil has been defeated for now. We gotta get out of here, guys. We're gonna get in so much trouble. (laughs) This will make a great song. (laughs) In the ensuing uh, aftermath of the Dark Mage incursion into Boulder City, a massive recall is issued for copies of Rune and (laughs) Ruin. Agents from a federal agency that you do not recognize are seen investigating houses and neighborhoods, forcibly reclaiming copies of this game. Um, Not everybody's, though. A lot of kids still talk about how they're playing it at home. But about half the kids you've talked to or people you think have bought this game are complaining about how they don't have one anymore. Eventually, people buy it again and everything's fine. But something happened. A huge recall, people taking them away. and uh, Did they get our copy? The one that we beat uh, the game yes, with? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I you, imagine I was the first one to go. You don't, you don't have that copy anymore. You do, however, still have that extra processor with the reality transference engraving. Ooh. They didn't take that. So you still have that. Yeah. As <laughs> the town is fixed, fires are put out, insurance investigations are made into the burn you know arson of the factory nobody suspects you guys they don't have any footage it all was destroyed you know um nobody but you guys knows that you are the ones who saved the city from a mad horrifying wizard from taking over and killing everyone i like to imagine that we like buried that processor underneath our hideout so that no one can just easily get under to the it. new you gotta, car you gotta find a new <laughs> a new car yeah you gotta move a new car and you gotta fix that dent in the roof or maybe keep it who knows it's memories yeah memories that time you got attacked by a werewolf oh. alex is never gonna believe it yeah alex will think yeah he's never gonna trust me and he's gonna be really mad about his vault me trying to break into it but we did it, guys. We, what we... do you guys do after this? You got the whole summer ahead of you. Nobody but you knows you're the ones who saved Boulder City and maybe the world. Who knows? I'm definitely keeping that to myself because my mom would freak out and I would get bullied. Well, I was going to go on a trip and, you know, you know, see the world, be a rock star. But I feel like I should probably get better at writing songs first. And this is kind of gave me a couple ideas. I just don't want it rhymes with destruction and dismay. Mm-hmm. 
have to figure something out. I feel like I definitely spend a good portion of the summer documenting, like writing down everything that Writing happened. down everything that nobody will ever read. Yeah, because what if I forget at some point? Yeah. Um, well. Keep my amulet around. You all have these runestones. Yeah. And you investigated them. I was going to say. You've done what you can. They don't seem to be magical. But they, don't, they didn't go away, though, right? They didn't go away, weirdly enough. Did they taste like anything? They taste like stone oh. <laughs> well now we know that at least yeah. have we tried like connecting putting them together you have of course you have <laughs> i'm sure you tried it as like 10 minutes after you finished as soon as we got day. to the hideout uh, <laughs> okay, guys. nothing incredible happens but you do feel like it's almost like a warm rush of wind that there's no real wind but it feels like something energizes you and it feels it feels like a reminder that something happened and it was real, and you can connect with it. So, who's down for a game of Ruin and Ruins? <laughs> Me. You know what? Oddly enough, yeah, so am I. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, saving potentially the whole world, at least your city, we're going to end today's adventure in Tales from the Loop. So That was such a great adventure. Congratulations. You guys did it. You didn't die to the Dark Mage, almost. Woo! I, would, I, I thought we were. <laughs> I really did. It was like, if they no, all come Chris, back... remember, we're... kids can't die in this Oh, game. that's right. Other than Warren, yeah. R.I.P. Well, Warren's yeah. not a kid. He was, he was a teenager. It's different. Wait, I'm a teenager. <laughs> bum, not, bum. 16, that's the thing. Oh, okay, <laughs> 16. <next> <laughs> all right, well, thanks, guys, for listening. Thank, Thank you. Thank you guys for playing. Uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.